Across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Talk Radio. Thank you, Baldy. Thank you, The Tramp. The lying down, stroke laying down specialists have to be postponed due to legal reasons. Nonetheless, you can still pick up your telephones and call in about any old guff. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. on calling me down the road it's where I'll always be every stop I make I make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and I'm gone again maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So, uh, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock, well played Catherine Boyle. It's only Frank Ifield coming on the show, the yodelling superstar. And um, if you were parked in a certain um, top secret car park location that I use when I drive into London, just outside the congestion charge and very, very uh, reasonably priced, you would have heard me using the acoustics today to practice my yodelling. She taught me how to... I won't do it now, but in let me just say, in a room with a little bit of echo, hey, it was, it was sweet. The yodelling continues. Um, I love the front page of the Daily Mail, Labour's manifesto to drag us back to the 1970s. And above that, an article by Sarah Vine, girls' jobs and boys' jobs are the secret of lasting love. <laughs> Sarah Vine, what a tit. Now, 
That's your political comment for the evening. I'm allowed one political comment per evening, apart from June the 8th, when I'm allowed none. Doesn't matter. 0344 499 1000. All of you um, laying stroke lying down fetishists, um, um, people who are uh, for various um, disabilities are forced to lay stroke lie down, and people in comas who are tuning in tonight to hear the laying lying down special, I'm afraid due to um, uh, legal reasons, Reasons and um, apathetic reasons on my part, we will not be doing the laying stroke lying down special this evening. That has been postponed indefinitely until I manage to um, uh, source what can only be described as mojo, dear listeners. And I'm not speaking, of course, about the magazine, because that would be flippant. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Here's the question on everyone's lips. How much did you pay for your uh, fidget spinner? I'll tell you why. My fidget spinner, which I have, uh, cost me £4 off a bloke in the street... In Manchester, England, England. Um, uh, and it, it was very kind of him to take a break from doctoring the bubble mixture. I don't know what was going on, but he appeared to be... He was selling all kinds of tat. And he appeared to be emptying the bubble mixture from the bubbles into, like, a sort of water bottle, and then replacing the bubble mixture with, I can only guess, was a weaker formula, thereby keeping the good bubble mixture for himself and his family, maybe, I don't know, um, and, and, and giving inferior stuff to the kids of Manchester. They're from Manchester. What do they know? 0344 499 So, at my um, fidget spinner, which I have broken, but I, I fixed, but it's mm, four pounds. Four pounds. My boys' fidget spinners from Daniel's department store... Nine ninety nine each. Oh, oh. Nine ninety nine each. Can you believe that? And then we saw some friends of theirs, and they'd only paid seven quid. So tonight's big question, guys, and you won't get this on your LBCs. You won't get this on your Five Lives. You won't get this on your BBC local radios. You won't get this registering in your Rajar diaries. How much did you spend on your fidget spinners? 0344 499 1000. Let's go to the first cab off the rank. Lee, how much did you spend on your fidget spinner? Oh, I'll tell you what, don't talk about me fidget spin. I'm fed up with tight gits. What? I've really had it up to the, uh, what's the fidget spinner anyway? Wait, what do you mean, hang on a minute, what do you mean you're fed up of tight gits? My God, I've moved in with me, like, I've, I knew my girlfriend for a year. Yes. I've moved in after a year with the father-in-law after he's had a stroke. Oh, for goodness sake! And it's doing my head in. Tell me, tell me about, um, yeah, the father-in-law who's had a stroke. I'm guessing it's not the stroke that's doing your head in. I'm guessing it's the human being. Um, well, he's oh. like quite a rich person. He inherited a lot of money off his dad. Yep. Just tight. Yeah. Over 500,000. What the heck? That's a, that's almost half a million! You're telling me? I am! Is that the end of the story? 
Lee? A whole lot more to come. Tell me, Dang, I think, I think he said that, that, that <laughs> <laughs> your, your phone keeps cutting out, and it cut out um, after half a word, one syllable, oh, and I'm it sounded very, very hang on a minute, it sounded very, very rude, but I don't think he was saying that word. Lee, so tell me what's going on, man. I'm in the garden now, in my birthday pants, but it's my birthday tomorrow, but I've unwrapped them early. Okay. This is taking yeah. a very strange turn. Tell me why your father-in-law is so tight. What doesn't he do? Well, like, you know, for someone who's got so much money, yes. all his life he never spent it. Yeah. Same as his father will give it to him. What do you want him to spend it on? Fidget spinners? Um, well, no, this is a, like, start from the very beginning. Yes, please. I went to Butlins. What? I went, <laughs> I went to Butlins. I met, like, my perfect what I've ever met. The right, perfect... You know. Hang on a second, Lee. Let's all just close our eyes and imagine the perfect bird. Yeah, Whoa. she was dressed as Miss Massage. I was dressed as an LAPD policeman. And she was dressed as Miss Massage? Yeah. What does Miss right. Massage look like? Um, like a pink costume with massage written on the Oh, OK, you've got massage written on it. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I was LAPD. Yes. I really thought I was a real policeman for one time. You do. When you put on a policeman's outfit, you do believe you're a copper. Well, I did. I went out. I was telling people, pick that cigarette up, and they was doing it as well. Yes, power. Down Butlins, like, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You get the uniform on, you feel the power. Butlins, where they throw fags on the floor. Beautiful. OK, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it was um, Billy Ocean singing at the weekend as well. Huh? Okay, right. Get on with get on with right. the story before I lose the will yeah, to live. Anyway, like I, know, I had twenty pound left in my wallet to get home with from Butlins with my governor who I went with. Yes. Who I'd only been working with for a little while, and um, yeah, my girlfriend's mates left her at Butlins with me on her own, and then my governor said, "Oh, I'm not taking you home because if a, if my wife sees a girl coming out the back of the van." Yes. Anyway, this oh. is the very start of it. I'm living it in real time. We finish at one o'clock, yeah. Lee. You know that, don't yeah, you? Know, Although you're you more than welcome to come back tomorrow to tell us part two. Every night, you know, okay. I'm doing you a favour. Well, that, that's that's de- debatable, but carry on. Yeah. Um, anyway, like, I've come back. Can I just say, let me just interrupt, by the way, there is uh, five points up for grabs for anybody who can tell me the name of the album that I'm playing in the background. Here we go, hang on. Five um, points are up for grabs if you can name the album oh and the artist. Oh, God, I need them points. I don't yep. know. Yep, yep, yep. We're no. going to introduce a points-based system like they're going to do with immigrants. Anyway, please carry on with the story, Lee. Yeah, anyway, like, my love for this woman yes. is so much, like, you know, like, my governor said, I'm not taking you back in the van, because it's like, my wife sees a woman coming out of the back of the butcher's van. Yes. I work in the butchers. Okay. Yeah, I've told you once s- before when you ask the people so what stay up late listening to the show, what I have to go work. We don't need, Yes. Yeah, anyway, right, um, yeah, we've had a baby, like, after six months. Wow, that was, well, hang on, hang on a minute, I don't want to alarm you, a baby takes <laughs> nine months. <laughs> yeah, well, I found out we was having a baby after six months. Oh, so after and, six um, months you found out she was pregnant, a baby didn't arrive after six months? No, no, it was like the normal You're just so fertile, like, Lee, it only took six months, months to make, okay, so you had a baby, okay, well, that's, that's too soon, but never yeah. mind. So she said to me, um, when she found out she was pregnant, will you look after me, like, you know, you're not going to leave me on my own? I said, no, don't worry. I said, like, you know. Needy. I do love you. Yeah. No, no, not so much Can I ask you a personal question, Lee? Go ahead. Why didn't you put something on the end of it, to quote Mr. Jeremy Kyle? Um, well, 
Right, if I was talking to Jeremy now, I'd say we was taking precautions, this and that, and then the tablets run out. Well, like, 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 I said, like we've said before on the show, there is know, only shall one... I you, shall I tell you another heartbreaking thing? There's only week, one right? definite like precaution. My four-year-old daughter now, we've been together for years now. Yes. Right, my four-year-old daughter said, Mum, why don't you stop taking them tablets or stop you making a baby in your belly? Yes. How heartbreaking is that? Well, it's a bit weird. Anyway, yeah, please, well, please, no, please get not, to, please... She takes everything in. She's a very clever girl, and she said, like, Mum, if mm, you get a baby, ex- uh, to stuff. or a sister for me, I won't have to keep driving you too mad to play with well, me. Well, maybe expose her to stuff that. that's age-inappropriate. Anyway, please continue, Avu Sivu Play. Yeah, well, should I tell you about the father-in-law? Yeah, I thought that's what, what you were telling me about, and now you're offering yeah, me that as an option. To, but, like... Yes! God! Yes! like... Anyway, after, like, six months of going out and finding out my girlfriend's pregnant, I'm up at the hospital, that's having a stroke and saying, can you put me Willie in this bottle, please, because I need to do a wee. What? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying, I, you know I, what I mean? I looked I'm away not, for a second, I come back and you're talking about <laughs> willies in bottles. Yeah, well, like, he got obsessed with paper mache bottles and putting his willie in them. H- who well, did? This is the first day of the stroke, anyway, her dad. This, I don't know if that's a symptom... I've not come across too many people that have had strokes, but I didn't know that was a symptom of a stroke. If, if, well, you're, no, if your elderly father, if your stroke. elderly father is putting his willy in cardboard um, trays, he's probably having a stroke. No, he he'd had the stroke. Okay. Right? But, um, the mother-in-law is just as nutty anyway, because the ambulance people said if you've got any animals, what are um, dangerous or anything, pull them away. She went, "Why is that? Will he jump up and try and kill the cat?" So I like that. That's good. Yeah, that's anyway, good. Anyway, like, yeah, yes. this story is, like, just really going from the start. Oh. But, um... Let's yeah, it towards like, the end. Well, like, yeah. My girlfriend said, my dad's going to buy me a £300,000 house outright. Wowzers. No mortgage, nothing, wow. whatever. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I said, well, that's not too bad as it goes. Yeah, she went, yeah, my dad'll be living with us as well. Oi. But, um... Yeah, it's carried on. I've tried to advise him, I've tried to help we've, him. We've, we've yet, we're 15 minutes into this conversation, Lee, and we've yet <laughs> to have, long, yeah, we've yet to have any evidence that he's tight. So far, the only thing you, we, I've learnt about your father-in-law is, he wheezes in cardboard bottles, and he bought, <laughs> he bought your missus a house. That's quite generous. Um, well, he's generous if you like to collect cardboard bottles yes, of weed. So, so. But, um, and houses. Yeah. No, but, um, no. yeah, they bought it between them half, so when he dies, he goes straight to her. Yes. But, um, well. Yeah, anyway, like, this is going on, like, you it know, he's not on. the best person. He said that... <laughs> 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 We've not really gone too well from the start when no. he said, like, yeah, the first weekend we sat in the house, his mate was there, he's not too clever, and he's gone, yeah, I've got to apologise for something. I used to hit Suzanne when I used to come in from pub from a drink. Well, I went, well this, is ta- this you, has taken a dark turn. Jimmy Savile... Well, no, hang on a minute. No, hang on a minute. This has taken a very dark turn. He's gone from being a bit tight. Oh, God, now Ken's calling again. He's yeah, gone... You said phoning about anything. No, I know. Every I, night. No, I, I know. I'm like, like, Lee, and I... It's across, because no one is listening to I me. am appreciative, but he's gone from being a bit tight to... Now, who is he, who is he hitting? You, the, the, daughter, the daughter or his wife? No, he said he used to hit my daughter. Uh, my daughter. No, hit my wife when she when he come in drunk and stuff. Oh, and like, his mate said to him, Frank... Right. He went like, Graham, I will stop right there if I was you now. So from day one, we've never really got on. Yes. And it, you know what he pays? Like, I know he bought the house, right? This is what everyone says to me. Oh, yeah. you've got a house for nothing. Yes. Well. But he pays £25 a week housekeeping. Hang like, on a minute. You, living. you should be paying him housekeeping. He's bought you a I house. Buy, oh, 
Ian, don't he, start that one, please. He's bought you a house. You owe him. No. He's giving you an extra say, 25 no, quid what? a week, 100 quid a month for nothing? Ian, I listen to the show every week, and you know how much like, it costs to be kept in a home. When yep. his mum needed to be like looked after, yes. he put her in a home. Okay. Because he had to be a dough there to put in there. Yes. So I've done the right thing, you know. I'll go work if you... I'll by the way, by the way, by the way, if he goes into a home, um, you know you'd have to sell that house, don't you? No, I don't, because it's in both their names. And it's yeah, joint yeah, thing, yeah, so you can't yeah. kick someone no, out of the house. No, no, yeah. no, 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 don't work like that. He would have to sell that, that he would have to sell that house. Ian, I've told her this from the first Yeah, he, they, that house would, that house would be sold, don't matter if it, it's in, it's partly in his name, that would have to be sold. Thank you, Ian, thank you, Ian. Thank me, I've yes. I've been saying this from day one. It don't work like that. And they find the forms, I know. Exactly. I know, yeah. but like, he's saying, oh, like, well, can I get to the main point anyway? Please, please, please do, Lee, I'm, I'm begging you. <laughs> I'm begging you. I'm not you. trying to hog the line, I'm not trying to hog the line, well, it's a big story. Yes. You know, this could be in News of the World if it was still running. Yes. Anyway, like, yeah, last week, I've got to the point where, like, I've never got no money myself. I put everything into, like, me, my missus and my baby. Yes. And the father-in-law, mainly as well, the ponting. Okay. You know what? G- gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to use the bleep because no, no. <laughs> Please just. I respect his show. Thank you, and we respect you. Yeah. Now just get to the point of the story. Yeah. Well, anyway, last week my dad has got no blood going to the bottom of his leg. Like, you know what I mean? This is like it's a, they said they'd give you a three out of ten chance of surviving the operation. This and that. Yes. I bought a convertible where the only thing works is the roof going down. It don't drive. There's no dashboard, so I've had to go out and buy a new car. Like I'm on. Yes. You know, I ain't got a pot to wean. We'll use one of his cardboard ones. See the respect there? Well, thank you. Use the word we. Respect, respect. Yeah, yeah. respect. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, uh. yeah, I said to him, uh, he come in, the, like, he shuffled in with his, oh, pisses me off, this, uh, sorry, Well, you man. did it then, you did it then. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't do Lee, that. Lee, you've got enough, 30 but... seconds to end this story. Go. Yeah, but he said to me, do you need any help fixing your car? I said, um, no, I'm all right, Graham, I'll be all right. But then I got a bit parrot and I thought, oh, I ain't got enough money to fix my car. I said, Graham, any chance to call them £50 for two days? This is like the fact of being living in the house for four years, you know, with his daughter, with a baby. Never asked him for anything in my life. He went, oh, I don't know, I've been paying out a lot of money lately. Yeah, well. I went, you tight... That's a great story. We got there in the end, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed. 03444991000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. She taught me how to yodel, yodel, yodel. <laughs> it's not bad. It's getting there. It's getting there. Five points are up for grab, guys. If you can name this album, if you can name this. Five points are up for grabs, yeah? <laughs> Famously recorded as a tax write-off. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. You can literally call in about anything. And sometimes, 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 I regret the freedom that I give you guys to call in, as illustrated by our next caller. Hip, 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 Ken! Good evening, Ian. Thanks very much for taking my call. There's literally Uh, nobody else on the switchboard. 
okay. Uh, my sister died uh, approximately a year and a half ago. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, she had a heart attack, very, very sad and sudden. But anyway, what happened to her in her life 30 years ago, she was having a third baby in hospital yes. in Scotland. Yes. And uh, her husband uh, came to the hospital and informed her that he was leaving her for another woman. Oh, that's, that's a terrible tragedy. She, she just had, had the third baby. And my sister never recovered from that. She I didn't. bet not. I bet that was horrific. It was absolutely horrific. Yeah. And, uh, she, she was greatly... She, she was perfectly fine mentally until that... Why did he do it when she was in... She was in the hospital with the baby. I don't understand. That's, out, that's outrageous behaviour. However, she never recovered from that, and she was she suffered from great depression, uh, mostly for the rest of her life. She, she had bouts and spells when she recovered, but she yeah. the effect, she never recovered. It was very sad. That's a shame. Very sad. I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, what I'm seeing in the news uh, lately, it seems to be that there are a lot of people in the country and in the Western society. Uh, experiencing uh, depression and uh, mental trouble. Yes. It's very sad to hear about this. But I would just like to suggest something tonight to anyone uh -oh. who is listening yes. to this, your show, Ian. Is this it, is a important... Is, is it going to involve Jesus? Yes. Did you, suggest, did you suggest Jesus to your sister when she was depressed? Yes. And how did she, that go down? She refused. Yes, yes. You, 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 your, your very own sister, who sounds like she's had terribly, terribly bad luck, and I'm genuinely sorry to hear about about her death. You know, yes. it's very sad. Um, but if your very own sister, who mm -hmm. was s s suffering horrifically, it sounds like, um, yes. wasn't interested and, and 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 didn't see that as a as a help, why should anyone else? Well, that's for them to decide, Ian. All I'm suggesting is here tonight. I'm not on here to hear me speaking and such. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned <laughs> about people true. who are... I'm concerned about people, Ian, yes. who need help. Yes. And I am just a, a plain, simple Christian. And I'm the and Antichrist, all I'm apparently. Is, but... All I'm suggesting on your radio show is... Yes. yes. If there is anybody listening tonight, I would encourage them to sincerely... Pray and call upon the name of Jesus. When you said that to your sister, what did yes. she? What did she say? She didn't show much interest, but that was her decision. Yeah, that was entirely her. Decision. And how often did you push it with your sister about Jesus? Not very often. No, but 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 I, but, I, but, I, but I, she <laughs> was in a, she was in such a situation. That did you, you get on well with her? her? Yes, I was a great friend. with Yeah. Her. That's a, that's, a, that's a nice phrase to say about a sibling. I was a great friend with her. That's a lovely mm. thing to say, because I don't think um, that siblings necessarily consider themselves to be friends. That's a really nice sentence. Yeah, well, she was a great friend, and uh, we had great times together and, uh, in the past. And, uh, but anyway, all, all, all I'm calling in here tonight for is just to suggest yes. that there is somebody who is listening. Yes. Trouble with depression. We all get depression. When, when I, when back well, no, 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 no. Let me now. Let me stop you there. We don't all get depression. We get down. People get down, and people feel a bit blue, and people feel a bit battered, and a bit melancholic. But that's not depression. 
right? Okay, I understand what you're saying. I accept that. But if there is somebody who needs a bit of help, all I can suggest, and I've got many, many friends who are in that situation to alcoholism, drug addiction, yes. violence, and they were, they've been completely delivered by the grace of God. Well, that's great if that works. And that's great that that it works for, work, them. But for them. For them, for them. For them it works, and it doesn't, but it doesn't work, I'm sure you'd agree, well, Panam, let me rephrase that, I'm sure you'd disagree, that doesn't work for everyone. So if that works for them, that's wonderful, and I would never knock that, despite what you may think about me and calling me the Antichrist. Um, but my suggestion would be, um, if you are suffering from depression, and by depression I mean, you're not just like you're having a crap day and oh, everyone's against me, but depression where you, you, you hate yourself or you look in the mirror and you, you, you despise what you see or you can't get out of bed or you just sit at home crying. For, that, that to me is, 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 is some of the many symptoms of depression. My suggestion would be, go and see a doctor and speak to a friend. Yes, I would, I would accept that. That's good advice. That is good advice. That's, That's good. wonderful. Yes. But along with that, there's a supernatural realm involved here in our minds. And I am suggesting, only as a Christian, yes. and concern for somebody who might need help tonight, begin to pray to Jesus and read the Gospel of well, St. John. Okay, and if that works you. for them, that's great. My counter-suggestion would be, write down this telephone number, 116 one two three it's the samaritans um a non-religious organization despite the name and um uh, they can be a friendly ear for you to dump on how's about that ken we reached a compromise good advice we reached a compromise okay but listen no you've got to have the final word okay i thought i thought we'd reached a compromise but no ken you have to have the final word away you go no you can you can say something after this if you want but then you'll say something after that (laughs) Well, I know how this works. I, 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 this will be my final say. Okay. I don't want to get, argue with you. Of course, trouble. I don't want to do that. No. Could, you stop, could you stop calling me the Antichrist, then? I never called you the Antichrist. I said you had an Antichrist spirit. Okay. Could you stop saying I have an Antichrist spirit? I will stop saying that. Do you, there okay? you go. Beautiful. Okay, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll accept that. Thank you. Now, uh, the... Go call the Samaritans, go and see your doctor, but all I'm suggesting is you don't need a telephone call no, to call to Jesus. No. Call out by faith, Jesus, okay. help me, I need help. Okay. Please help me. Okay. And if, you, if a person does that... And if it works... Me, hold on, Ian. No, 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 okay, because I'm, 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 we're getting up to break. If that works, that's brilliant. There we well, go. No, if you've, no. with a sincere heart, yes. God hears the prayer. Okay, okay, in, in, in your opinion. And if that works for those people, that's wonderful. I would still right. suggest, if you're feeling... That's what cra- I suggest. God yes. bless you yes. all now. God no, no, Ken, you. Ken, Ken, like, we're going to finish this conversation and I'm going to have the final word, like you said. You're not just going right, to run off. Um, that if that works for you, get the, then that is wonderful. My suggestions still stand that depression is a, um, a, a, a mental illness. It's an illness and, um, uh, it can be cured. It can be treated, excuse me, with, um, speech based therapies. And, uh, some people may require medication. So please, please, please go and see your doctor. Thanks for that, Ken. Good night, everybody. There we go. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Damien, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's still five points up for grabs if anybody can name this album, dear listener.
I've listened to this album for years. I mean, it's a bit of a stinker. 0344 499 is the phone number. Good evening, Damien. Hi, uh, are you all right? I'm all right, Damien. What you got? Well, I was just thinking before when I was driving my truck before, I've got... I, I'm just saying, have we all underestimated how good Ted Danson was? Go on, tell, do, go on, sing, sing the praises of Danson. Well, I wasn't was a massive fan of him, but I started doing something called Brought to Death a couple of years ago. Did you see that? It's, it's in what, sorry? You broke up. So, a couple of years ago, watching a comedy called Bored Dead. Bored... Oh, you keep... <laughs> Bored Dead. Bored to Death. Bored to Death. No, I have not seen that. Fantastic comedy. Didn't do anything. Oh. Did about three series on Sky Atlantic and then just went off. Then we move on to Fargo season two. Did you see that? Nope. Oh, my goodness. God, you're, a, you're a dance and stalker, aren't you? No, not really. I thought he was all right in cheers, and then I thought he, I thought he was pathetic. And then I seen these two shows, I thought, yeah. I tell you what not- swung it for me. What swung, what swung my opinion on Danson from thinking he was just all right to thinking he was brilliant um, when he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Did you see those? I didn't. I tried to watch one of them, and I thought, oh, mate, stick. We're, we're having a conversation where we're both going, did you see that? And the other one's going, no, I've not seen it. Uh, fun conversation. Oh, it, it, well, I thought it was brilliant, and, and Danson plays Ted Danson in it, and he's very, very funny. Well, that sounds like my cup of tea, so it, it, we'll do a swap. You give Fargo season two a go, and both to death. Oh, and fa- I'll Fargo, the TV series, wasn't that, I, I thought that was universally panned. Well, they're not, they're universally wrong. Oh, <laughs> that's a great way to deal with the critics. Yeah, it was universally panned, but they were universally wrong. I don't, here's the thing, Damien, I've given up on television. Most television now is awful, and I just don't, ever since I was let down by Lost and Fringe, I don't want to devote any more of my time to long, sprawling American TV series. Right, it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping not to run out the signal here, because I'm travelling, but... Oh. These, these Fargo TV series, I'm obsessed with them at the moment. Yes. The one series is one story. Oh. And, and that's it. So oh. It, 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 it's great. What, you're done with me. Season one was okay. Season two was brilliant. Oh, so, so I can dive straight, years. I can dive straight into season two and be satisfied. Yes, definitely. But there's, might... an Easter egg, there's an Easter egg in it for the season one viewers, okay. but that doesn't matter. Well, no, hang on. No, there's not an Easter egg in it unless you're watching it on DVD and it's a thing that you have to find. I well, thought Easter well, eggs well, were the things well, on the I... menus of DVDs where you click left, left, right, up, and then, a, then like, Danson's eye would, would gleam and you click play and then you got, like, a special message. That's an Easter egg, isn't it? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not as cool as you, obviously. I'm, I'm very not sure. Cool. Very, very cool. Well, well very I, cool. I don't know. I thought an Easter egg was just something that, hey, to say, yeah. Damien, how, yeah, how long you been listening? how long you been listening to talk radio? Oh, on and off. A few, a few months. On and off? Well, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this on and off stuff? I'm a truck driver, and sometimes you get a little... Not you, personally, but the, the content of the show, sometimes a little bit dark, and I think, oh, enough dark stuff goes yeah, on. Yeah, I know so what you mean. I, I, dip, I dip, in and, dip in and dip out. Well, Damien, like, you're very well, welcome to dip in and out, and you're very welcome to call in about Ted Danson or any other American actor that you want. I'll call back because uh, yeah, you can keep me. You can keep me company tonight. So yeah, a hey, nice one, man. Anyway, where where are you driving? Right. Where are you driving to? I'm going to Whitehaven. Where's Whitehaven? It's right up north. <laughs> I tell you what, because we were driving on the M40 the other day, 
um, uh, coming back from Manchester at 50 miles an hour, don't ask. And the yeah. signal, the, the DAB signal, we were trying to listen to Bob Mills, who's on a Sunday, who's cracking if you've not heard him. And the DAB signal kept dropping in and out. It was awful, that M40 corridor, it was awful. But it's all right where you're going, is it? Yeah, it's not too bad. They've done uh, some work with it all, but I listen to it through the app. Oh, I see. Okay, so we're online. All right, Groovy. All right. Yeah, nice yeah, one, Damien. Yeah. Nice to talk to you, man. Have a safe journey. And you. Ta ta. Bye bye. 0344 499 The question of the evening is uh, first of all, what's this album? Even I can't recognise the songs. It's so long since I've heard it. Um, uh, also, how much did you uh, pay for your fidget spinner? Mine was four quid. I was mocked online by someone who'd paid three quid. My kids paid nine ninety nine. Well, let's say my kids paid ninety nine. Daddy paid nine ninety nine. That's twenty quid for two fidget spinners. And um... it's a good record, though, isn't it? It's good. This oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I had um, I had something I was going to say there, and I. Uh... It appears to have slipped my memory. I had a little thing I was going to say. What was I going to say? I don't matter. Let's go to Mike. Evening, Mike. Hello, Ian. Hello, Mike. How you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm, I still can't quite shake off this tonsillitis. My throat still feels very tight and a bit fizzy, and I'm knackered. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I, I'm all right. I did hear that show last week, actually, when... Uh, yeah, you weren't too happy with people when they were phoning up. Oh, I hate, you I just hate people. people to get straight to the point. <laughs> I don't want your life story. Just tell me what you've called in for, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, I caught that. I caught that show, uh, well, show last week. That's, yeah. that's a regular recurring meme in my life. Anyway, what you got for us, Mike? Uh, literally, uh, just um, phoning up. Uh, I listened to your show this evening. Yes, heard that you sort of. Uh, Asking anyone to phone in with any anything really? Anything, anything I, goes tonight, as it does all, most nights. But people can literally... We're not one of those shows... I don't know how long you've been listening, Mike, but we're not one of those shows where I tell you what we're going to talk about for the hour. It's generally... I sit here, we open the microphones, and people come and chip in with whatever nonsense they want. So everyone is welcome. Yeah. I, uh, I, I worry about the future of our country and Oy. the youth of today. Oy. Go on, tell me what's wrong with the youth of today. It's got lots to say. It's our light. It's our future. You know, we're living today, so don't blame the youth, yeah. but go on, blame them. No. Uh, I went uh, to my cousin's stag do at the weekend. Yes. And we went paintballing. Oh. You ever been paintballing? You know, I haven't. Um, and I would love to. I was shot in the nuts once by a paintball for a short film for yeah. comic relief, but I've never actually gone and done it. Nice. I, I've been Quasar. I like Quasar. Right, okay. Yeah, this was a uh, paintball. I'd never been before either. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were useless at it, Ian. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> useless. And the one chap said, imagine if this was real. Imagine if you were in a real war situation. Yes. We would all, we wouldn't have even got out of the camp. No. It was atrocious. Yeah. And you do wonder if there was ever an invading force into this country yeah, yeah. with the youth of today and even people, you know, our sort of age, I think any invading force had walked through. The hang on, hang on a minute, but Mike, but I'm confused because you're, you're what, what are you, mid to late 30s? 
44. 44? You've got a young voice. Right. So, you're, you are, because you and your middle-aged mates, I'm 44 in a couple of weeks, because <laughs> you and your middle-aged mates are rubbish at paintball, and by rubbish, I'm guessing you were all out of breath in about five minutes, and you couldn't hit each other, am I right? No, not, not particularly out of breath, but, uh, not, yeah, not great aims. <laughs> right. So, because yeah, your generation is rubbish, you're, bla- you're, you're saying that the kids must be rubbish. No, there were there were some. When I say you know, there were some mid twenties with us as well. So it, it I bet went. some teenagers. I bet if you were up against some eighteen year olds, they would have kicked your flabby old asses, Mike. <laughs> they would have destroyed you. I don't know. I don't know. I think the uh, I think they're good on the good on the computer game yeah, yeah. versions of it. But I think in in real life, I think if it came to it. And if there was any type, you know, if Russia invaded, for example, <laughs> then I think we, I think we, in this country, we would be bang in trouble. <laughs> I really do. Well, don't advertise it on a limited audience, but still a national radio station, because yeah. the Russians are probably, yeah. li- or ISIS will be listening. There'll be some ISIS yeah. dodgepots in North London or Birmingham listening to this going, oh, <laughs> tonight is the time to strike. And they'll be out <laughs> yeah. now, just running around the streets of Birmingham. Yeah, potentially, potentially. Um, but uh, are you going to are you going to go paintballing yeah. again? Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, because uh, it, you know, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Try anything. Try. I'll try anything once. But to do it as a regular thing, mm, probably not. I hate really. those. Um, those whenever you go to like shopping centres now, you get those really smug yeah. people with the. They've got the the paintball stands. Hey guys, you yeah. ever wanted to go uh, fire guns at each other? And yeah. hey, I tell you what, I see chuggers are back. I was in central London today. You know the charity muggers. Yeah, and I've yeah, not yeah. seen them for ages. And then there was um, there was someone on the street, and they kept cornering me. And I thought, oh, I thought you guys had died out, but they're back. Yeah. Yeah, making a comeback. Making yeah, a comeback, Michael. Yeah, uh, well, it's, uh, listen, it's luckily, good. luckily for the state of this country, it, when they do introduce or reintroduce conscription, we're out, Mike. They, they don't want old farts like us. We're no, done. That's, I think, yeah, we've gone past the, uh, past <laughs> the age uh, uh, requirements, haven't we? Luckily. Uh, Mike, luckily. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks very much. Thanks, Ian. Cheers, bye-bye. bye-bye. Oh, three, four. What, what's a, a sterling um, the, a first 40 minutes of the show, dear listener? Um... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee, unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ay 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 ay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Tick your flipping radar diaries. Literally every tick counts, guys. Every tick counts. We were going to be doing a laying stroke lying down special this evening due to um, uh, legal reasons and uh, apathetic reasons. Uh, We shall uh, That has been postponed. Um, Tomorrow evening at 10 o'clock. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. All the big guests on here. We we have decided that uh, some of our guests are perhaps a little bit too old manny. For, you know, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're skewed at the wrong demographic. So, Kath and I have decided we are going to get um, guests that 15 and 16 year olds want to hear. So, make sure um, 
you tell you WhatsApp your children, um, you uh, you uh, hashtag your grandchildren, and let them know tomorrow evening at ten o'clock on this show. It's uh, Mr. Frank Ifield. Oh yes, that's that's actually happening, guys. That's actually happening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Lots of new callers tonight, and I should just reiterate: this isn't one of those shows where we um, uh, we sit and um, uh, we we do the, uh, the the usual fodder. The uh, by the way, did you hear Theresa May's interview on that other radio station? It was twenty six minutes long. The first nine minutes. The first nine minutes. It was about roasting lamb. Literally, the first nine minutes! <laughs> now, had that been Labour and Mr. Ferrari was questioning them, I don't think they got away with nine minutes of fluff like that. <laughs> I want a strong and stable roast dinner, guys. That's what I want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're not that station. We're not those stations. This isn't that show. Okay, this is... um. Uh, a late-night phoning show, unlike any other late-night phoning show. Be aware, this will not be around forever, guys. It, we won't be here forever. So make use of it while it's here. I'm not going to sit here and um, tell you what to call in about. I'm not going to give you the question. I'm not going to uh, 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 give you the topic. I am going to sit here. Catherine and Ed are on the other side of the glass. You are welcome at any moment to pick up the telephone and chip in with um something that that, that i you know that, that i've said pick up on a point i've said or, or a point that another caller has made or and here's where people get uncomfortable this is what makes it uncomfortable okay you can call in about absolutely anything you want boy oh boy did i panic ever so slightly when mark said he wanted to talk about the state of this country i thought ah here comes brexit but he didn't uh, you, you can call in about anything we have to be slightly um careful talking about you know politics and parties and things like that because of there is an election coming up and we have to be fair so you know we have to if we name check one party excessively we kind of have to name check the other so, so you just bear that in mind but that's for me to worry about and you you, you know we, we can um we can make that work but you can literally call in about absolutely anything you want. Imagine, imagine the freedom. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's free from most packages. It, at the most, it'll cost you pennies. You'll be on the line for about thirty seconds. You'll speak to Kath. She will take your name and number, and then she will give you a call back. And the, the switchboard right now. And I'll tell you this because I'm not one of those um, uh, radio hosts or podcasters who goes, "Well, well, the, the phone lines are really busy right now, and we'll, we'll get to those calls in a minute." Two hours later, there's been no calls. We've had a really busy first 45 minutes. The switchboard is empty. Empty right now. So even if you just want to phone up and see if it works, you can do that. Which reminds me, tomorrow night, calls straight to air. After we've had Mr. Frank Ifield on, um, calls will go straight to air. Where We'll have Kath and Ed sat in here and we'll just sit and we'll chat and we'll, we'll kick some stupid ideas around and maybe some, some heavier ideas around and you call up and you'll go straight to air. So it's a slightly different thing to uh, 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 what you've got now. But with that in mind, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, some bad news. Um, there's a brilliant story about UFOs and I did reach out, which is the phrase the Americans use. By the way, I've been sending emails to Americans and even when I'm doing the lowercase i 
L-A-I-N. They're still replying to me, Lane. I'm doing... This is the the weirdest thing, right? Can, Can an American explain this to me? I am signing my name, lowercase i, a i n, capital L. So they've got both letters there. They've got both letters, and it's in my email. It's there, and they're still replying. Dear Lane, thanks for reaching out to us. Unfortunately, we won't be able to help you. Jeez. Anyway. I reached out to Professor Joe Lavens uh, this evening about talking about a UFO. Big, 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 big UFO story in the newspapers today. And um, Professor Joe Lavens is um, he's in the middle of writing his next book. And he said, unfortunately, he would not be able to join us. But he will be uh, he will be joining us soon, guys. He will be joining us very, very soon. Here's the big UFO story. Now, if you are a regular listener to me, I I totally buy into ufos i totally buy it's a mathematical probability it's almost it's almost definite that there are aliens and and other things out there so if it, you do the maths guys you do the math see how many planets and galaxies and universes there are i don't know how many planets and galaxies and universes there are but there's got to be more than three of each uh, and that means that there is probably life elsewhere this is a good headline about a man I think is an ass. <laughs> I don't like this guy. I think he's a. I, I, I've, I think this guy is is is, is rude and arrogant um, to the maximum. X Files on Main Street. X Files. It's like Exile on Main Street. Rolling Stones. They did an album Exile. X Files. Rolling Stones star Ronnie Wood spotted spaceship on Brazil break. Now. I have had um, uh, um, cause to be performing stand-up comedy. I say performing. I was comparing it. It was a showcase at a private club put on by the agency I was with, and I was comparing, and it was for... I don't even know who was supposed to be there. But it was a private club. And um, while I was on stage... And it wasn't even a stage. It was a room, and you had a microphone, and then people were just sat on sofas. Ronnie Wood rolled in. Like, halfway through the show, while I was talking, sat in the... Right, literally in the front, right? He, he was as close to me. He was two foot away. And then started vaping. And then talking really loudly to the people that he plonked himself down in between. And I just thought, mate, if if I were to do that when you were doing one of your boring, bland guitar solos, you would quite right, rightly tell me to F off. And I had to just stand there and take it because it was Ronald Wood of the Rolling Stone. Not even a proper Rolling Stone. Didn't join. When did Wood join? 73 after Mick Jones? Nah, it's not proper stone. But still, that doesn't um, in any way... 0344 1000 by the way. That doesn't in any way uh, weaken this very important story about uh, Mr. Ronald Wood um, seeing UFOs. Rolling Stone, Ronald Wood had a close encounter with the bearing in mind he used to take lots of drugs as well so i just i mean i'm going to throw that in it's like um john lennon famously saw a ufo in new york city in 1973 he was taking a lot of drugs around there i mean a lot of drugs when i saw a ufo in uh, muswell hill in 2000 and seven i wasn't taking drugs and i me and my wife saw a proper actual proper 
UFO. And here's the weird thing about the UFO we saw, right? We, we had a little balcony in this flat. And we were out there. It was a really clear evening. And I said, and I said, wouldn't it be funny if we saw a UFO now? Literally 10 seconds later, a UFO went across the sky. It was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. And I, uh, was I tweet? No, it was before, before Twitter. I mentioned it on the radio show I was doing at the time. And the Muswell Hill Journal, um, that rag got in touch and said, oh, we'd love to do a story about it. I said, no way. I'm happy to talk about it on the radio, but I ain't going in the paper as that guy that used to be on the telly that now claims he's seeing UFOs because you will rip the Michael out of me. But I, we saw it. We saw it going across. It was incredible. Anyway, let's see how this, um, uh, how this ties in with Ronald Woods, shall we? The guitarist, 69, he looks older freaked out when the spaceship appeared and hovered over the sea shining strange lights according to ex-wife joe i like joe wood the 62 year old who split from the rocker in 2008 said i was in brazil with ronnie and our kids ronnie was out wandering around and he started shouting joe joe come here i don't know how ronnie wood speaks actually i've only ever heard him talk loudly while i was performing so i, I don't know come here there's something weird over by the sea Above the sea was this massive thing, and the lights came down. It just suddenly went and stopped and then went. It was gone, just like that. Let's just read that description again, because it's really interesting. Above the sea was this massive thing, and the lights came down. It just suddenly went and stopped and then went. It was gone, just like that. Wow. Really vivid um, image that Joe uh, Joe Wood has... um, Sorry, hang on, this, is the, <laughs> this story takes a bizarre turn in the next paragraph. Joe told the story to Peter Andre as part of a new three-part series on This Morning in which the pop star probes the paranormal and supernatural. Sorry, what? Was that Peter Andre's doing a series on This Morning about the supernatural? And, yeah, oh, OK, I'm oh, sorry. Peter Andre, dear listener, is presenting a three-part series on this morning about the paranormal and the supernatural. The chat airs today as Peter, 44, he's, he's um, same age as me. I'm only 43, I'm just practising. A few weeks before my birthday, I practice saying the new age just to get used to it. Well, but 44 is the same age as me. Reveals he had a strange experience of his own in America's Nevada desert. He said, what I saw was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. It was Jordan taking her top off and her massive boobs popping out. They were awesome. Earlier this week, the Rolling Stones announced a European tour. Boring. Peter Andre's World of Weird. Peter Andre's World of Weird is on this morning, ITV, uh, and you're going to have to go and do the rest of the, the, the research yourself, because that programme is, is, is part of the... We talked about the one show. Well, this morning is ITV's The One Show, and I like I like Holly, and I like... Um, what's his name? The f- grey-haired fella, P- uh, Philip. I like them, I've worked with them, and I think they're both delightful, but Jesus, that programme's awful, isn't it? Isn't it, really? Ah, oh, man alive. 0344... 
499-1000 is the telephone number. You can text as well, but I can't remember how you do that. So, you know, just, just text, just text randomly to some numbers and, 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 and see if I read them out. If I do, then you've stumbled across the magic formula. Don't forget to tick your radar diaries late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Dear listener, if you don't call in, it's just me sitting here talking to myself, which I'm more than happy to do. I'll get, tell you what, I'll give you the phone number after the news. Don't forget to tick your radar diaries late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies. Some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I've taught ladies plenty it's true, I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay Hey, hey I might jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine Let's get dragged back to the 1970s. Gender jobs. Let's look at um, The Sun has um, uh, compiled a list of, uh, a very handy list of gender-specific jobs. Now, let's have a look, and we'll all laugh at it, but then I think most of us will go, oh, yeah, no, but that's what it's like in our house. That's what it's like in our house. You know they will. You know they will. Let's let's go through the list, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So a uh, her um, job is uh, shopping. Well, I mean, well, the, 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 Cass pulling a face, but the, uh, I, in our house we kind of fall into these gender stereotypical roles. I mean, really? Okay. Oh, hang on. Him, uh, her shopping. Oh, I see what they've done. They've made this. Uh, they've compared. Okay, this is a, this is a bit of fun. It's just a bit of fun, guys. Don't don't anyone take offence. The girl takes charge of the big shop. I don't think people do a big shop anymore. My mum used to do a shop, like a big shop, once a month. And we'd go um, to Sainsbury's before it became, you know, nice. It was a bit... We'd go to Sainsbury's once a month... And she'd do the big shop and she'd buy all of the, uh, you know, like a, a month's worth of loo rolls and cornflakes and all of that stuff. And then like, once a week, she'd kind of go and top it up a little bit. The girl takes charge of the big shop, the one that involves the car. 
taking your own bags and collecting money off coupons. Do you still get money off coupons? Do people still do that? Is that actually a thing still? I don't know if... um... By the way, still five points up for grabs. If anyone knows what that album is. Um, Before this, there is careful meal planning for the week ahead, plus a stock take of cleaning products. The man shopping. Oh, hey. God, I just turned your volume down. Uh, It always steps up for the emergency shop. Bagging a pint of milk at 6am or finding a shop still open to buy that must-have chocolate treat for a loved one. This sounds spot on. I'm constantly getting texts saying, can you get some milk on your way home? Can you get get some um, bread for breakfast? Yeah, sure. Often involves driving to a 24-hour garage or walking in a torrential rain storm. Um, okay, there we go. That's fine. Inside the home. 03444991000. Gatford, I'll come to you in a minute. It is a girl's job to replenish toilet roll, soap, shampoo, toothpaste, or there'll be none in the house ever. They've written this like a, like a nice little stand-up routine. This is a bit of fun. You can imagine Michael McIntyre d- d- delivering this on stage. It'd be, be, it would be, uh, would be fun. Most girls like their clothes washed at the correct temperature. Now, with similar colours. N- now, this is where I disagree. Because um, con- I've had so many white shirts ruined by my life. Putting them in with coloureds. And also, you can't call them coloureds now. Um, but, but also, we've got a washer-dryer, okay? And she will constantly put stuff to dry, to dry. Hence, all of my T-shirts and trousers are shrunk. They shrink. It do not work. They shrink. Only a little bit, but when you've got long arms... Um, and every every quarter of an inch on, on, on a shirt or a long sleeve T-shirt is essential for someone like me. And they shrink. And I've had to say, for God, for the love of all that is holy, can I, I, can I put them on the clothes source, please? Um, uh, men changing light bulbs, bleeding radiators, untangling wires, changing fuses, empty bins and catching spiders. I, I, would, never, I would never catch a spider, Gatford. Um, that, that is... Um, what, what if it was about to attack a child? Oh, God, I'd let the child... Here's the thing. Here's what I learned. Um, this happened before I was born, but this story was passed down amongst our family, and I'm always happy uh, uh, to, to acknowledge where this came from. But before I was born, mm-hmm. uh, and my sister would have been about 18 months, maybe two years old, and uh, they, the, my mum and my dad and my sister lived in a flat, a council flat, before we moved to the house. And um, uh, my mum... Um, uh, 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 rushed out of the living room because there was a mouse in there. And do, do you know who she sent in to scare the mouse away? Uh, your two-year-old sister? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, she sent in my two-year-old sister. She sent her in and shut the door um, so my two-year-old sister would scare the mouse away. That I've never is... understood the theory that my mother used to say, it's more scared of oh, you than you are of it. No, but then why isn't it running in the opposite direction? Exactly. Why is it standing there looking at me? Yep. Hate it. Hate it. I hate all kinds of oh. bugs and things. If I... Um, I'm, 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 I've not yet been paid the cheque that I'm expecting, but when I get a cheque in my bank account in the next couple of weeks, I've signed the contract now, when I get the cheque, I'll be able to tell you about a TV show that I didn't get to do, but they're still paying me for. Oh, OK. And it would have involved a heck of a lot of bugs. Heck of... I was, I was a standby contestant, and uh, luckily I didn't get called to... Oh, the... Uh, it, it be celebrity... What, a new minute? 
No, not the jungle. Oh, not, not oh, I'm a celebrity. Jungle, no? no, well, no, not, not I'm a celebrity. I've got to be careful because I might, I've, yeah, I'm no, not, okay. I've not got the money yet. I've not got the money yet. You keep talking, I'm going to put the, um, I'm turning periscope on. Go on, I can hear yeah, you. Fine. Now, I, I really, really, really want to take the bait of a certain right-wing television presenter about his comments about mental health. Oh, he's, I, I saw, but, oh, I wanted to take that bait. He's saying, yeah, but the problem is, I know he's doing it just so that people like me will ring up and take the bait. Well, his, his, um, his, uh, 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 Piers Morgan sent yeah, a tweet out. I didn't want him doing the oxygen of, you know, his Well, name. he sent a tweet out, and, uh, well, let me find it, hang on a minute, Piers Morgan. He said it as well, didn't he say it on the, whatever program he's oh, on? Oh, I don't, I, mean, I, 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 I don't watch yeah, that, yeah. but I, I do like her, I think she, I think she oh, is yeah. one of Britain's greatest talents. Um, I think he is one of Britain's greatest puddings. Yes. Um, um, oh, I can't find him. Anyway, he said that 34, million, up, 34 million people with mental illness are man up. Now, his argument was, he was not, he was saying that, that, that 34 million people in this country can't be mentally ill, um, and that by, by giving out numbers like that, it demeans those that are properly ill and, um, need help. But I just, here's the thing, guys, here's the thing. Anybody that uses the phrase man up is a bell end yep. of the highest order i mean the, absolutely of, of stupid <laughs> sorry well man up and yeah well exactly yeah. it's just it's just it, uh, it, it, it's such a, a an old fashioned d- d- depressing rank lazy phrase it doesn't it doesn't mean man up it doesn't mean anything you mean i mean okay be tough and don't cry no shut up uh, morgan you've got a face like a slapped ass and also so he's then going on twitter because i kind of looked into it a bit he's then on twitter oh everyone's taking what i said out of context oh hang on a minute pierce like you used to do when you were the editor of the daily mirror and you would you would run stories where you take one sentence that someone had said forgot the 10 sentences before and the 10 sentences that after and you made front page front page headlines or what about that time that you had those um uh, fake pictures of of british soldiers torturing iraqis and you put them on the front page you know what i'm saying did you take those out of context and that time you might have allegedly bugged some people's phones i mean i don't know well no 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 he's certainly he no, hang on, a second. No. hang on, shut up. He certainly wasn't involved in that. I can say Absolutely. that categorically. But um, yeah. it's um, it, 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 it's that he he's a, a, a really wheedling, nasty little ass of a man. But it is that kind of like I know what he wants. He wants the bait. It's yep. like his other mate, uh, you know, Hopkins Bingo. She wants the bait, yep. and it's like clickbait, but in real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel really bad now that I brought it up, but it had to be said that he's a prize pillock. Ladies and gentlemen, Gafford, Am I allowed to say that? You can say that. Thank you very much. And just to reiterate, for uh, uh, legal reasons, uh, there is no evidence to suggest that Morgan was involved in any phone hacking uh, uh, scandal or anything like that. He's completely denied it, and that's what I like to believe. But uh, in terms of his tweet, he's a pudding. An absolute pudding. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've just activated. I've activated the Periscope, and I've, I tell you what, people are saying, "Why have you not done the Periscope? Why have you not done the YouTube recently?" I tell you why, and I, I hate to keep going on about it, but this tonsillitis thing. I, I, honestly, I, 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 if, am I the only one that <laughs> two weeks later I'm still 
exhausted by it. Literally, I mean, I'm I'm better than I was, but I am exhausted and I'm sweating and my throat still's a bit fu- still feels a bit funny, and I can only focus on one thing at a time. So the reason I've not been doing the the, the YouTube is because it involves plugging in a couple of cameras and doing that. We'll do it next week. I'm going to make sure we start doing it again next week. Um, but and, and the reason I've done the Periscope is because it involves doing something else that is focus isn't me doing the radio show, and it's I'm just finding it all completely overwhelming but the periscope is up periscope.tv slash ian lee i-a-i-n-l-e-e if you want to uh, watch us you're more than welcome to please uh, swipe and share it around the world dear listener uh, and uh, give out the phone number 0344 late nights with ian lee on talk radio the radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 um, uh, uh, While um, uh, Labour are being accused of dragging us back to the 70s, the interview that Theresa May has seems to have sparked a spate of uh, 70s comparisons. The, the, the main thing being um, jobs that are for him and jobs that are for her. But I do think there is something kind of in it that we tend to however mod and there'll be exceptions of course there'll be you'll be sitting at home going well i don't do that we don't do that do we darling no but i do think however modern and, and, and we, we try to uh, and forward thinking we try to imagine ourselves being that we kind of do fall into these gender stereotypical roles why is it i don't know i don't is it dna probably not is it just because that's what we saw our parents doing possibly I don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I mean, this is written like a bad bit of stand-up in the in the the, the, the sun. I mean, they've they've, they've 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 wasted a page here. But we'll continue. We'll continue onwards and upwards with it. Outside the home, her a more relaxed territory for a girl. Her gardening chores usually include planting bulbs and talking about making a vegetable patch. Um, hanging out washing the moment the sun cracks through thick layers of clouds is a top girl job, as is dashing out in torrential rain to collect a ten minutes. Well, that's not true. I hate the garden. Hate it. Hate, hate, hate the garden. I will do nothing in the garden. I will mow the lawn once a year. Honestly, I, I, I hate it. If, if I had a job, if I had a choice, we'd either pay someone to do it or we would pave over the garden hate it absolutely hate it so my missus can go and mow the lawn she can do all of that let the boys go and have a little bit of the corner of the beautiful you go and do that but i'm going to sit indoors and read a book thank you very much indeed but i am the one i'm the only person that notices it's raining is it is there washing outside yeah it's raining oh okay i'll go and get it then shall i dennis is on the line good evening dennis good evening i'm with you with gardening i hate gardening it's awful isn't it yes my wife does it, and I tell you what, she went out the other day, and she must have brought a baby slogging with her on her oh. shoes. Oh. Found it creeping around, a streaky thing. Oh. Couldn't find a bloody thing until the other night, I sat in my easy chair reading, no. and I saw a lump on the arm by the side oh, of it. Oh, jeez. And it was a bloody slug, so oh. I brought it up here oh. and dosed it with salt. What? You, you took it. it upstairs to murder it? No, no, I took it into the bathroom. Okay, well, why did you not just chuck it out the door? No, Fred. Well, they need my lovely plants. No, thank you. So you 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 doused it in in salt. Yeah, that kills them. <laughs> oh, you um, b- beer as well, doesn't it? You're supposed to put beer in a saucer. I wouldn't waste beer no. on them. No, no, no. But you touched it. I couldn't touch us. I can't touch slugs. 
All right, it doesn't bother me. I hate all of that nonsense, Dennis. I hate it. After when we got married, I bought all lady sized tools for the garden. Lady sized tools? I went in the Navy, so that's steel. You can't grow things in there. So I came out of the Navy totally disinterested with garden. Yeah. I like a garden, I'd like to see a nice garden, but I don't have anything to do with it. I don't get it, and I've tried. I've really tried. I've tried to grow vegetables. I've tried to do um, uh, plant. I've tried to do it, and I, I just it just doesn't interest me. And I really hate. And uh, people will laugh at this. I really hate having dirt under my fingernails. Yeah. Oh. The only thing I nurtured was was um, making wine with flowers from elderflower, elderflower wine. Oh yeah, yeah. Used to make some very good stuff. <laughs> That's the happiest I've ever heard you when you just said the word very. No, well then when I when I made it, I freeze the water out. Yes. So you, you virtually it's a sort of distillation in reverse. Jeez. You freeze the water out, and away you go. Has homemade wine improved from the 1970s? Because my dad used to make it. And I remember, I had some when I was about eight or nine, and it was like, I mean, it was like drinking acid. No, no, this is good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Right formula, and as I say, freeze the water out, and you go cross-eyed after a couple of glasses. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, there you go. Dennis, thank you, mate. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. 0344-499-1000. Thank you very much, Andrew, for your nice text. I won't, I won't, I won't read it out, because I don't like being, you know, reading congr- congratulatory things. But you're right. Thank you, and I agree. Uh, Rob's on the line. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Fantastic. I'm ringing up because I don't know if you know, today is Somerset Day. And uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to help you celebrate all the wonderful things about Somerset. Um, uh, <laughs> why has Somerset got a day? I, I think it's because it's garbage. It's to try and attract people to come here. So, oh. uh, well, OK, what's yeah. nice about Somerset? Glastonbury's nice? Glastonbury's nice. Um, cider's nice. Oh, God. I'm not, I'm not a Somerset man myself, so I'm a bit of an outsider. You see, well, so, well, well, when you're, if the first thing you can suggest to, that, that is good about the area is something yeah. that makes you forget where you are, <laughs> then that's not particularly good. Thumbs up. Why? So where do you? So you, do you live in Somerset? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm from I'm from Nottingham originally, but yeah. I moved moved down here and I live in I live in the county town of Taunton, which is I think was all right. But, uh, right. Yeah. So the other thing about Somerset, the great thing was the other thing, yes. Yeah, the other thing, 1685, God. the Battle of Sedgemoor, yes. the, uh, the seat of the rebellion in the Civil War. So even now, when uh, when the Queen comes past on a train, she puts the windows up, doesn't want to see Somerset. D- so, uh, is that, that's not true. I think it's one of those. It's an yes. Urgent, isn't it? the, 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 the Queen draws, and she has <laughs> she has curtains on her trains, guys. She draws the curtains. I mean... I bet she, she does have curtains. Of course she has curtains. Of course, oh, she does. She'll have curtains on the train. Oh, definitely. But I doubt she draws them when she goes through Somerset. She doesn't want to look at the peasants who rebelled against them. See Here's the thing, Rob. Here's the thing, right? Yeah. There are some, there are some kind of cool things about this country. But compared to other countries, England sucks, doesn't it? Uh, uh, it sucks massively, it, massively. It, it, it really is a lousy. And forget the politics and all of that stuff. Yeah. It's just a crappy country. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I've, I've worked abroad. I mean, I worked in, I worked in Australia a few years ago, and then you get there, and their their history starts in like about eighteen twenty. Yeah. 
Oh, from the Dutch landed, so history's great, but everything else is bang on. Oh, history, we've got plenty of history, right? We're, we're, you know, we're, we're very historical, but again, you compare yeah. that to the Egyptian and the, the, you know, the Middle Eastern history, it's nothing. But, but, nah. um, the, 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 the people are rude, everything's too expensive, the weather is unreliable, there's, I mean, uh, people talk about the nice countryside, but once you've seen one wood, you've, you've seen, you see, you've seen some trees on a hill, that's it! Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is a nice. I mean, you were down here. Were you in Bridgewater recently? Was uh, I was. Yeah, I was Bridgewater a while ago. Yeah, I came down to the college. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty close. I mean, Taunton's like the next town down, really. But Bridgewater, <laughs> with the respect, you know, with, with respect to everyone there, I'm sure they'd agree. Bridgewater's a dump. It's, it's a hole. Yeah. It's like a northern mining town stuck in the southwest. And, and, and I'm and I'm saying that because the people I spoke to who lived in Bridgewater told me about that, and I, yeah. I drove through. It can't be that bad. Oh my god. Yeah, not it, your windows, not your doors. It's a 1960s nightmare. Yeah, but they used to have a great big factory that um, basically just, like, it's something to do with plastic, and it just, the whole town stank for years and years. How, and years. um, uh, how did you end up down there? Um, well, essentially, I met I met my wife on the uh, flight to Australia about six years ago. On the flight to Australia? Well, I met her in the departure lounge. Hang on a minute, man. This, this, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> How do you chat someone up in a departure lounge? That is top-class playing. <laughs> well, we were, she was sat there on her own. I thought, oh, hello. I'll have a, don't have a chat wow. over here. So I went there, sidled over. Yeah. said, oh, where are you going? She said, I'm going to Perth. Tell me, oh, what a coincidence. Yeah. So, um, but I thought, you know, if she's got... Just on the flight, I was sat in the back, she was in the middle, cool. she had a spare seat. I thought, you well, we've got 15 hours, you ain't got a chance. So, uh, there you go. You, <laughs> you, you wooed, and by the time you got off the pl- you didn't join the Mile High Club, did you? Absolutely not. Good, much that, more perverts, perverts, people that do that. But by the time you got off the plane, w- were you courting? Um... I think it took a, a few more days, you know, we, oh, you know, where, where, are you, where are you staying? So, you know, so I was respectful, I didn't, I didn't like to say, oh, well, I'll stay in the same place. So. And then we, uh, but the, the really funny thing is, yeah, I was from, well, I was living in Nottingham at the time, yeah, and she was from, uh, from Somerset, obviously, from, well, sorry, from Bridgewater, mm. but all my family's from Somerset as well, oh. and uh, she was good friends with, what, like, my cousin, so, uh, and I'd, I'd met her before, and I didn't even realise. It was meant to be. I think it was, and that was uh, four happy years of marriage and a little one, and that's it. Oh, well, congratulate Rob. And by, by the way, well done for being a player and <laughs> uh, um, and, and seeing a, a, a lonely woman in a departure lounge. And, and yeah. it could have been intimidating, you could have been terrifying, you could have really upset her, but now you are married and you have a child with her. Fantastic, Rob. There we go. Thank, Thank you, you very much, mate. Cheers. Good night, mate. Bye-bye. Um, I don't know what he was doing, but he was certainly out of breath. Um, imagine chatting someone up on uh, 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 in a departure lounge and on a flight. That's outrageous behaviour. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. There's a picture in today's um, Daily Mirror of... Um, Just the biggest um, brown noser I've ever seen in my life. If you're watching on Periscope, I'll show you this, right? It's the Queen, right? She's not the brown noser. But it's the Queen, and she's obviously made a joke 
and Alan Titchmarsh is laughing. Have you seen this picture? I'm going to show it on the periscope now, right? No, no joke, right, is as funny as Alan Titchmarsh is implying it is. He's got his head, head back, mouth wide open. We can see the fillings. We can see the teeth he's had removed. And he is in absolute... Look at this, Periscopers. Look at him. Look at the state of that. No joke is that funny. Look. Look at him. Has he got, has he got um, like an MBE or an OBE or something? It doesn't say. He's certainly, he's certainly going for one. <laughs> I've been on the Alan Titchmar show, interestingly, with, with um, uh, Kelvin McKenzie. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Wowzers. The Queen trots out a gag. And there's um and then there's a picture of Camilla with um a ninety nine. But that's the biggest ninety nine I've ever seen in my life. She got she got that's not even double scoop, that's a triple scoop. She must have got that just because she's um going out with Prince Charles. That must be it. It's like it, it, triple The Queen trots out a gag that has Alan Titchmarsh whinnying as they watch one of her horses in action. The TV gardener, oh, is that what he is? Joined Her Majesty in the sun yesterday to enjoy, now be careful how you say this, the Cuddy Weight Hunter class at the Royal Windsor Horse Show. That's why there's all those Land Rovers there at the moment. But despite his announcement he is quitting royal duties, the Duke of Edinburgh was not basking in the balmy weather. Philip, 95, was busy exercising his ponies near the castle. Meanwhile, the Duchess of Cornwall had the heat licked as she tucked into an ice cream with hubby Prince Charles. Hubby Prince Charles. That Alan Titchmarsh, you should be ashamed of yourself. No, no one, even the funniest, the funniest man in the world, Michael McIntyre, could not say something funny enough to make... um, uh, you laugh like that. Now, is that, can you check the, is that actual Keith from, uh, is that actual Keith who's texted in? Um, Keith here from Sport Video. Text we've got here, 87222. Start your message text, it costs money. Keith here from Sport Video. The fast running, running video is now ready for your rabbit hole. Where shall I send it? Thanks and that, Keith. I don't know if that's actual. Um, uh, Keith, Keith, if you're listening, phone up and I'll give you the email address where you can send it. Uh, the telephone number, dear listener, is 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to um ian good evening ian hi ian how you doing i'm all right thank you i know what the gag was go on i think um the queen was actually wearing a hat yeah and it was made at a fox fair steady so steady um, steady set steady now just st- settle yourself down are you sure that the joke you are... Is that Keith that's, that's texted... Keith, Keith has texted in. Keith, uh, I'll give you the email address in a minute. Get your pen and paper ready. Um, 
uh, are you sure that this joke is yeah. going to be... It's gonna, is it going to get me in trouble? No. Okay. I'm trusting right. you here, man. I'm trusting you. You're a namesake. You're, a, you're an Ian brother. I am trusting you. Okay, right. So, Alan Titchmaster, seeing the Queen, wearing this hat. Okay? Are you um, sure you want to proceed with this joke? <laughs> because fox fur does, yeah. does sound like it has the ability to sound sweary. Is it going to be sweary? No, no. Well, but is it, but does it, uh, it is, is a, it meant to sound like a swear word, even though it's, it's not a swear word? It's a play on words. Okay, and is the play on words, instead yeah. of fox fur, yeah. it's f- her. It's, it's a fox hat. Well, then let's leave it there, shall we? I think, I think we know the region it's heading towards. Okay, so we, okay. I think we, it, it's going to be the F word, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, then we don't. Then, then we don't need to go. We don't need to go any further with that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said it though. Well, no, I know you wouldn't have said it. But even hinting at it is can be a little bit dangerous. <laughs> okay. All right. But that's, but thanks for calling. Okay. Cheers. There we go. What a terrible phone call that was. Awful. Um, uh, Keith, uh, uh, sport video. The sport video uh, uh, video is now ready for the rabbit hole. Uh, Keith, my email address is ian at ianlee.com. I-A-I-N at ianlee.com. And I'll tell you what we'll do, Keith, is I'll tweet that as well. Just, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but um, uh, the, 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 let me do that now. In fact, 03444991000. My email address for the sport video is ian at ianlee.com. I look forward to um, receiving that. I thought I thought he was going to be making the video um, on the next bank holiday, but it turns out no, 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 no. He's um, he's done it especially uh, for us, so that's exciting, isn't it, dear listener? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Hey, there's a great way to lose weight in the newspapers. You want to hear it? I don't think you do. This is, there's a lot of, the papers are really weird today. I mean, really, there's some freaky stories in the papers today. A dad of two says he lost eight stone by drinking his own wee every day. You dirty boy. Here's the thing. What I'm about to say is going to sound racist. It's not. In uh, um, various African cultures, um, and there will be people listening uh, uh, of an African descent or go, oh, yeah, 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 no, I, my, my mum used to do that to me. My nan used to do that to me. They, um, uh, 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 I can't remember which specific countries in, in uh, Africa it is. I, I, I want to say Nigerian, but I'm not totally sure. They use, they wash their face in urine to get rid of spots. Remember, was it on Three Counties? Someone phoned in and told us this. And what, um, what wasn't Leslie, was it? Leslie. What they used to do, what some, some families do, is they get nappies full of wee. Baby's nappy full of wee. And they wash their faces with them because it's good for the skin. Now, there is, there is no way that is sensible behaviour. 
Um, if you are of African descent, and um, you, we can hone this in, I don't want to diss the entire African continent. If we can find the exact countries that we want to uh, point the finger at la- and laugh at, uh, uh, please let me know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Which perverted African countries um, uh, wash and and grands would do it to like grandchildren. They get the nappy and wash their... Get off, man! It's like when you, you, your mum, when you're at school, would spit on the tissue and wipe your face. They're doing it with, with nappies full of wee. 0344 Good evening, John. Hi there, Ian. How's it going? Yeah! You good? Well, you, you don't really want to know. No, OK. Listen, I thought I'd lighten the mood a bit because I went to see your old mate Ricky uh, do a stand-up thing yesterday. Ricky, would narrow it down a bit. I know several Rickies. Uh, Mr. Gervais. Oh, okay, okay. Mr. Who? And I, I mean, he's a, he's a jovial kind of fellow, isn't he? And um, I thought um, I've, I've wanted to break into entertainment for years now. Yes. And I thought one of the areas that you've had some success in, as well as sort of quiz type stuff, right? Quiz type stuff. Yes. Yes. And I was thinking that you know, in this sort of highly political climate, you want something that's a bit political but a bit lighthearted. Yes. So I was wondering if I could get a show commissioned where it would the title of the quiz type thing would be Puto Blair or Fifty. Now let me just explain the premise. Say it again. Um, Puto Blair or Fifty. Puto Blair or Fifty. Puto. 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 Yes. Puto. And what it is is you get um, uh, contestants from across the British demographic, and you give them the either demographic. items. Yes, you, you give them either items or little phrases, and yeah. they have to guess: Did it belong to Benazir Bhutto, Fifty Cent, or Cherie Blair? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, people would think, "Oh, that's that be easy to distinguish." But you know, you start by one. Which um, famous celebrity had a penchant for drinking Kia Royales on first class flights? Okay, Benazir Bhutto, Fifty Cent, or Cherie Blair? Yes. And, uh, I mean, which, which one would you go with? Well, well hang on, what, have you, what are you offering me? So I've been distracted. Keith's um, text, texted in again. I'll, I'll read it out in a second. What, well, go on. Um, oh, so in, in price terms, if we had a big budget, it would be, if you guess it correctly, it would be the thing that's being described, right? Yes. Well, hang on, so, what are you describing? So give, give me an item. So this, this item, well, it's an event, and the sentence is which... Famous celebrity had a penchant for drinking Kia Royales, you know, the cocktail. Yes. Uh, yeah. And who have Kia I got Royale. to choose? Benazir Bhutto, 50 Cent. Blair. And Sherry Blair. Oh, yeah, 50 Cent, Sherry Blair or Benazir Okay, Bhutto. I'd say 50 Cent. No, Sherry Blair. So, oh. you don't win on that one. Uh, oh. Quick other one. Which uh, famous celebrity had a £4 million mansion in Surrey in which they imported various antiques and antiques? Is the answer always going to be Sherry Blair? Well, no, what's your answer for that one? Sherry Blair? No, that was Benazir Bhutto. Oh, it's a good quiz. Yeah. And where do you see this quiz um, happening? Um, probably one of the shadier stations, Channel 5 base station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, on the next bank holiday, I have no idea what the date is. You know that this show is going to be a quiz for three hours. But I generally think you could incorporate it. And the, the good thing is that with the multiple choice, yes. um, any skullduggery-oriented uh, individuals won't be able to answer with, say, for example, Ghostbusters 2. No, no, that's great. John, uh, you, you're, you're, a, you're a, a very strange man. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, so Keith has um, uh, 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 um, texted in again. Thanks, Ian. I got that down, got the email address. 
I'll be editing in the library tomorrow, and that. Only thing, mind, I do like it when people text in the way they speak. Adds an air of authenticity. Only thing, mind, I forgot to do it landscape. I know that's an error-like, but it's fabulous footage. Well, send it in, Keith. Very, very high standards for the footage that we put on the rabbit hole. If you, if you want to know what the rabbit hole is, it's my channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash rabbit hole. Um, and I've not updated it again because I've just, because I've been feeling lousy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some bits and pieces at the weekend. Uh, but, but very, very high standards, Keith. So I'm, I'll certainly cast my eye over it. And, um, if it's good enough, I'll put it on. If it's really good, if it's as good as you say, it'll become movie of the week. There we go. I, I can't promise anything. We'll talk about this man drinking his wee in a minute. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. That moment when you get distracted and you see um, on eBay a, a cape that w- was once worn by one of the monkeys in concert in 1967 for $850 and you go, well, Maybe I could, um, what? <laughs> what? Maybe I could, um, justify. No, this is stupid. This is stupid, stupid boy. A dad of two says he lost eight stone by drinking his own wee every day. Jeez! There's even a picture of him drinking yellow fluid. Dave Murphy claims it has made him feel fitter and healthy, healthier than ever here we go here we go and the 54 year old even uses his urine as a moisturizer and to wash with now he is a black gentleman so i don't know what is his origin is what's the origins where maybe he maybe his african parentage or grandparentage i don't know but 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 isn't that interesting he suffered jeez and the, he survives most days on as little as one grapefruit and two glasses of pea. I think I'd rather have the, the pea than the grapefruit, if I'm honest. Grapefruits are ve- We used to have grapefruit um, for breakfast when I was kids, very st- in the late 70s. My mum thought we were, I remember... Here's the things I remember, OK? I remember when we first um, got um, uh, continental quilts, as they were called... First, we first, I remember them being a new thing. Nineteen seventy-eight, got continental quilts, and we all, we after two days, we were all going about to give up with them. I remember the sheets and the blankets being replaced, and we all had these, and none of us could keep them on in bed. We kept, we all woke up, and they were on the floor. I also remember having muesli for the first. Got this new thing; it's called muesli. But when we had grapefruit, we would just smother it in sugar because those things is bitter. Uh, he survives most days on as little. This sounds like really great medical advice as well. By the way, if you if you if you you're thinking of losing weight and you're struggling, uh, then do what Dave did. Uh, he survives most days on as little as one, one grapefruit and two glasses of pea, and once drank nothing else for thirty days. Hang on a minute. Surely it's the law of diminishing returns. If he drank nothing but his pea for thirty days, then. How was he making pee? Because the moisture would come out of you in, in sweat. So you'd be sweating moisture. You'd be making, you'd be making less and less pee, wouldn't you, as it went on? How is that even possible? God, stop looking at that cape. Stop looking at the cape. 
I've tweeted Mickey to see if he recognises it, but let's, let's, he, he barely remembers what he did last year, let alone in 1967. 0344 Um I can't be the only adult that's got um, a fidget spinner, can I? You don't know, I mentioned this at the top of the show, how much was your fidget spinner? And no one's called in about it. And here's the thing, they are the most fun. They are, they are so satisfying... It, it, uh, it's incredible. You just you just hold it between um, the bird and the thumb, and you spin it, and that's it, isn't it? That's all you do. That that that's all there is to a fidget spinner. So satisfying, absolutely wonderful. Anyway, back to this pervert. Dave says it's the ultimate. Is this stood there holding a glass of it? You dirty git! You d- <laughs> dirty git! Dave says it's the ultimate anti-aging product and keeps him in, in great shape. But the pee is waste product, isn't it? Right. And I know that there is there is a percentage of it that is is rich in nutrients that the body mistakenly passes out or the body can't process. But the majority of it is is waste product. Have I ever drunk my own pee? I don't. I don't think I have don't think i have um i've been tempted to just to try it because i know you can do it you can try but it's it's the it i would have to put it in the fridge because it's the 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 temperature of it would um would upset me and make me very uncomfortable after slimming down from 20 to 12 stone in six years he insists his wee diet also boosts the immune system and here we go here comes the bullshine and has cured his lifelong asthma. It's cured his asthma, guys! Urine can help us reduce what we need to eat, as it contains everything humans require, said the dad of two, except delicious flavour. And why would you not want to go and have a McDonald's? Most people think it's a waste product, but it's not. It's cleaner than water. That's a lie! That is a lie. Most people think it's a waste product, but it's cleaner than water. That's a lie. That's actually a lie. If it's not a waste product, why does it come out of my pee-pee hole? Next, he'll be telling me he has poo sandwiches. He said he began his unique practice in May 2011 after he attended a talk... (laughs) About urine therapy. Dave of Basildon, Essex said, Having worked as a computer programmer in New York City, my diet was terrible. He found it hard to get his wee down at first and would mix it with fruit juice. But eventually he was drinking it straight and noticed big changes within days. He added, and here's the last sentence of this story. I've even got... My mum into it. That is... That is messed up. Katie, would you drink your own pee? Um, it depends how desperate I was. If, I mean, if I was desperate, if I was, if I was trapped, <laughs> and I had nothing... Yeah, of course I would. But, yeah, but it, it, he's saying it's cleaner than water? I don't think so. 
Yeah, I used to have a friend who was a bit of a, an ex hippie, and he was quite renowned in the area. And he used to do things like that all the time. Oh. Um, yeah, and it wasn't great. And he, sadly, he didn't. He passed away quite recently, and I'm sure that wasn't the reason why. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, it wouldn't be very nice. And you just think that it can't taste very nice. No, so, no. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't. I, I, if it was, I, I, if it was death. Well, I would. Boring. I would want. And I think I'm, this is what I'm trying. I can't remember if I have or not. And you'd think you would remember that. I, I, I've, I've, I think I've come close to it just to do it. I think I can't. I tell you what it was, because I've got two boys that are obsessed with bums and willies and things. Of course. And, and I, as they are, and I think I was going to suggest that we all drank our own wee because you can do it. And, and, and I, I just thought it would have been a nice, silly bonding experience for us all to have a glass oh, of and we drink, you, i drink my own and they drink their own but it would just be a nice bonding experience to go look i'm and sure did any of you do it no i'm sure i read somewhere oh. that a dad had done it with his kids and that's why i was going to do it i don't know <laughs> anyway you've not called into about way what you got for us not a lot, Ian, really. I just, I, I rang up a couple of weeks ago and I think I was really rude to you and I really oh. want to apologise. I don't remember. Um, what, what, I don't know if you remember. Oh, that's good. Well, that's good. What, uh, did I, des- I probably, des- did I deserve it? I think maybe you did a little bit, but there's oh. no reason for me to have, of, of, uh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. What did we, I um, uh, here we go, let's, let's peel back the scab. What did we argue about? I can't, well, we didn't really argue. Oh. I think you were you were having an issue. You were having a bit of a bad day. You yes. spoke to this guy, and I was like, oh, you shouldn't speak to him like that. And, you know, you oh, one of those. Dues, you know. Oh, one of those. Well, thank uh, you for phoning up sorry. to apologise, Katie. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to sleep soundly this evening as a direct result <laughs> of you doing that. It's nice to apologise to people. It's one of the things I've learned as I've it got is. older is, um, uh, uh, is um, and it's a real lesson, because I used to get a lot of arguments. But but when if, if I feel that I have done wrong, is yeah. the ability to go back, and I, I tend to go back and do it face-to-face, but if not, I'll do it on the phone, is to go back and say, I'm really sorry, do you know what, I apologise, I kind of I, I kind That's of had right, my reasons yeah. for it, but I, I shouldn't have said what I said, and, and it's nice, thing, the next lesson, Katie, that I'm hoping to learn... Is to, mm-hmm, is, is to not get into those situations in the first place. That That's would be the cool true. thing. That's true, but, you know, it happens, doesn't it? And it it's, does. Uh, it's a bit pants, but... Can I ask you a question? Oh, God. Do you know anything about, um... We? Victoria Wood. Victoria Wood. Well, um, do I know anything about Victoria Wood? Not, not a lot. Why? I've got a choir, and, um, I'm trying to do something that no choir's ever done before, which is Let's Do It oh, by yes. Victoria Wood. Oh, yes. And I've been sat down tonight, and I've been trying to write a four-part harmony. Oh God! Let's do it. Yes. Wow, it's it's tricky. Well, I bet it, I bet it is. Yes. Thing. Yeah. And so, what? What? I, I want to know from any of the listeners what time signature it is. Oh, okay. f- flip it. There's a technical question. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, so, if anyone knows that, that'd be brilliant. K- Katie, we have a, a very musically uneducated audience listening to this, so I suspect <laughs> we won't get any answers. But you never know. Oh, let's hope so. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. 344 Yes, Julie. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. I, I would have thought that Victoria Woods Let's Do It was 4-4, four, four, but I don't know. Uh, I, one, two, you can, right, one, two, you sing it. Three, no, like four. Five, so one, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's one, two, do it. Let's do it. One, two, three, four. 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 One, two, three, four.
I was actually, I wasn't really finding up with that. I was finding oh. up um, about fidget spinners. Oh, here we go. At last. Have you got one? Um, yeah, my son is 16. He caught onto these fidget spinner trends quite early on, about two months ago. Oh. And I bought some from um, a website that sells them and ships from China. Yes. So um, we bought uh, half a dozen at um, a pound each, and um, he sold them to his mates. Oh, flip Hey, flip it, quid's in! That is like, um, he's like gone, shouldn't he? Yeah, I thought, we only did the, the six, so not that quickly, but yeah, so, um, but there's also a, um, a, a fidget cube oh. that's like a... Not Here's, well, this is what Rubik's did, right? Rubik's had the Rubik's cube, brilliant. But then they had, um, like, Rubik's snake. Do you remember that? That was rubbish. Mm-hmm. Rubbish, and then they had a few things you could do. Then they had like because Rubik's cube has got it was three by three. Then they had a four by four, by four. Then they had the spinning wheel. Do you remember the wheel, the Rubik's wheel? I don't remember the Rubik's wheel. I had like a barrel. Yeah, it was like a barrel. It was like a barrel. Yeah, and 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 it was it it, it was pyramid. There was a, there was the Rubik's pit, and they were all rubbish. Everything after the Rubik's cube was rubbish. Well, the um, the fidget cube has got like a different thing that you fiddle with on each side. So it's like um, oh. like a maybe like an inch cube dice. So on one bit you've got like a a ball bearing that kind of goes round and little switches, and then on the other a button, and then the next bit a switch and something. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to be the next trend. Who knows? Tell me to stop looking at this um um cape that may or may not have been worn by one of the monkeys in concert in 1967 that's going oh, for 850 dollars i love a cape i love a cape and it's I a really monkey cape. cape it's 850 dollars and there's only three hours and and, and 45 minutes left <gasps> what does it look like it's, it's it looks like a really sexy 60s black cape with love, with beautiful lining, beautiful grey yeah, kind of lining. Pay, pay, uh, see, I, I was expecting something more like paisley, maybe lining, um, something a bit more avant-garde. It's well, hang on a minute. It says eight hundred and fifty dollars, but then it says there's there's ticket stubs that are two hundred dollars and a card for a hundred dollars. Well, I don't want the ticket stubs, or the so that takes off. So that, then it only is only five hundred and fifty dollars. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. How do I ask a seller a question on here? There's a button that will say. Yeah, it does. But I can never, I can never find the um, the button to ask it a quick. Oh, I just hovered over the buy it now. That's that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> oh, and and abort, 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 Julie, abort. <laughs> have you drink? Have you drinken? Have you drunken your own wee? No. You're tempted though, yeah. Mm, not tempted. Not tempted. something that I would I would choose. Um, if somebody said, um, do it for an experiment. Then, yeah, I might, I might do it. I'm, I'm quite Dave, daring. Kath, Dave Murphy, he's a black fella, 54. Try and find him. Let's get him on the show. He's, um, I'm only saying that to be descriptive. He lives in Basildon. Get Dave Murphy on the show. I want to find out what the hell this deviant is talking about. And tomorrow, Julie, uh, we, it, we're bringing back yodelling. It's Frank Ifield on the show. Fantastic. Beautiful. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 
499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give me a call. You're more than welcome to. Well, what have we discussed in the, the last two hours that you might like to chip in with? The fidget spinners, the drinking of your own wee-wee, um, saying sorry. It is one of the best things I've learned in the last few years is when I uh, realise I have been an idiot. It happens more often than you might think, guys. Ian, I'll come to you after the news. Um, uh, is being able to go back to the place and saying, "Oh man, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said that. I had my reasons, but they, you know, the the, the way I behaved was um, was unnecessary." Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We call you back. Another hour of this late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. That's good. We found Dave Murphy. We may get, we'll see him again tonight. If not, we'll speak to him tomorrow. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Is um, <laughs> very busy on the text. You can text in, dear listener. Eight seven triple two. Start your word. Uh, your, your, your text with the word talk. Twenty five pence plus your standard charges. Um, Keith is um, a re- regular caller to the show. Remember, he's going to film his nephew um, doing his fast running. Well, he's filmed it. He, Keith has uh, texted him. Film of the week would be Dead Canny, although it's done in portrait can guarantee very fast running also gosh wow has paul from stoke poges been on i missed the first 20 minutes i had to jump start the wife's yaris thanks well no um paul hasn't been on keith and i don't know every now and then paul gets very angry and sends me a load of abuse via the email and he did that last night sent a load of libelous abuse and um So he's not called in, so I think he's having a little strop, Keith. But there you go. 0344-499-1000. Drinking your own wee, fast running, um, uh, fidget spinners, uh, um, and anything you want to talk about. You know the score. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Douglas. Good morning. How's it going? It's well. It's we, we, we. I say good evening as we've not had a sleep yet. Well, hip 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 hip. Douglas, past midnight. Yes, it's the twelfth of May, so I'm going to say good morning. Well, but we've not had a sleep. It's still night time. I've had a sleep. When? Um, between eight and nine this evening. Yeah. Oh, are you working tonight? No, no, I actually went to see Lemmy tonight. Uh, he was doing his book reading. Terrible lighting, I've heard. Yeah, he's, he's obviously not splashed out in the lighting. Lemmy's L- last tour made zero pounds, literally zero pounds, because he spent five grand on lighting. Five grand on lighting. Now he's, he's scrimping um, to try and make a few quid and no one can see him. Was it any good? Oh, it was very good. He read a couple of chapters of his new book, yep. and uh, yep. I laughed a lot. It was, it was very good. You've got to love Limmy. He just won, and he's being absolutely hilarious on Twitter at the moment by um, d- 
doing fake um, uh, WhatsApp messages, and, and people are getting so angry, and it's wonderful. Wonderful! Yeah. You have to retweet him if you see one of his tweets. Yes, yes. Well. Anyways, I was just calling up to say that the uh, fidget spinners... Yes. They're just for people that are too lazy to learn the yo-yo. Too? What, are, what the hell are you talking about? They're for people too lazy to learn the yo-yo? Yeah. What are you... you know, what kind of... Have you had a go on a fidget spinner? Um, no, because I've got a yo-yo. Right, well, you can stick that yo-yo right where the sun don't shine, because there is nothing more satisfying than uh, spinning your fidget. Okay. Can you do the tricks sure on that? Can you do stunts on a yo-yo? Can. Well, no, can, no, no, can you? You can walk the dog. C- can you? What are you doing? Sorry. Are you googling? Are you googling? Um, um, the, 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 what do they call it? Um, yo-yo stunts. Yeah, I'm, 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 I've just googled yo-yo stunts. Okay, I'm going to Google cutting you off. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Hi. Yeah, you're talking about physics stunts. Yes, sir. Um, there was a thing on the TV, it just came back to me, um, um, earlier on, it was, um, on last week, and it helps, um, there was a girl on TV one morning, and she was autistic. Yeah. And she was, um, she, she was on TV with her, like, parents, and saying how therapeutic be found. Well, now, this is found. the thing, because apparently it was, it was invented, I've, I've not really looked into the history, I've only read the headlines, but it was invented to help kids with ADHD and autism. Um, uh-huh. but how does it help kids with ADHD and autism? Oh, I, I, I don't know. There we go, there's the question. So I don't, I don't believe that. You seem quite content with it, I mean, I, I don't know, it was maybe it was something that, I have no idea, to be honest, but something that obviously that they can concentrate on, and something that they can do, I don't know. But, but how, because all it is is you hold it and you spin it, and it's very yeah. satisfying, really deliciously moorish wonderfully satisfying but i don't i fail to understand how that's going to help um autistic kids i've no idea absolutely I, I wouldn't even begin to like suggest why but it was just something i picked up on on this, uh, this, this and, I, I, and I, I just and i just want if someone can explain it to me please do because if it helps you know if it helps and that's absolutely wonderful but i just wonder if that's kind of a bit of an urban myth that it, it, it helps autistic kids and, and, and kids with adhd well i think it'd be a bit of a cheap shot to get some a, a child with autism on and and say it, it helped where it didn't. I don't know. You know, I mean, she seemed pretty convinced it helped her. Can I read you a really weird text that we've just had in? Go on. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Enjoying the show. Wanted to ring in, but I've got the lurgy and I'm a bit vocally challenged. I wonder if you or Kath had any random or irrational phobias. Now, and then she goes to her phobia, right? This is Julie. Uh-huh. I have a real issue with canal locks you know what a canal lock is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. She, she's she's they terrify me something very sin is this a, is this a mickey take something very sinister about those dark dank walls with that murky water at the bottom then the force of that water when they suddenly fill up or empty i'm going all unnecessary just visualizing it perhaps it goes back to a deep rooted childhood issue maybe she was abused on a lock i don't know i don't know you don't on a, on a on a barge or something you don't know um that's a weird thing to be um terrified of 
I um I find locks I I find them relaxing and I enjoy them but 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 I would hate to be the person on a um what do they call it canal but a barge I hate to be the person on the barge that then has to get out and operate the locks because there is always a crowd of people that gather to watch you and I would muff it up and there'd be people, and old people going, oh, it's that bloke who used to be on the telly, and he's muffing up the lock. What an idiot. There's a, there's a, a, a series of, um, I can't remember what's canal, but there's probably about maybe 12 or 13 of them. Yes. You know, because obviously you like going to the side of the mountain or something. I didn't hear that. It sounded like you saw you just put a, a, a willy in your mouth. What, what did you say? Oh, yeah, there is. No, I know the one. And it goes up really steep. Yeah. And it defies all the laws of physics because of the locks. Indeed. What we need to do is we need to get this Julie woman from Birmingham and we need to send her on a canal holiday. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to like That'll do it, Ian. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. Yes, Jamie. Hello. Um, fidget spinners. Yes. You asked what benefits they had to autistic. Yes, I did. Uh, you can ask me, because um, I'm, I'm autistic, as you know. And, I didn't know. Uh, did I, I know that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I called in a couple of weeks okay. ago, and we had a really long, nice, lovely oh. chat. chat I, well, I d- well, I don't know how this will go down with your autism. I forget almost everything, so apologies. Um, no, that's fine. Ha- ha- that's have you fine. got fidget spinners? I do. I've got a couple in front of me. How, how, and, do, uh, they, how do they help your autism, or how do they, what do they do for you? Well, it's kind of like something to focus on, isn't it? And also, it's the repetitive nature, because there's one yes. thing that some, you know, it, it depends on what end of the spectrum you're on, because yes. it differs per person to person. But I think it's the repetitive nature. And certainly for me, being able to spin it and just watch it, it kind of calms you down. It's a bit like going into a safe place, you know. Um, and I get that as someone who isn't autistic, and I, I I have a fidget spinner, and I bought it for a laugh, but I do I, I get it satisfying, and my kids have got them because it's it's the it's the craze, and it's wonderful to to witness a craze, and and, and uh, as a parent, I, I thoroughly in, in, in approve of crazes, um, yeah. but uh, and I get the, the experience you've just described is the same experience that I get. Yeah. So how does that? improve the life of someone who has autism but how does it improve someone's the life of someone who has autism more than improves the life of someone who doesn't have autism if you understand yeah i think it depends on the person yes um and and like i say i i'm not 100 percent sure i've only had mine for a few days but I've certainly found, I mean, I've got depression as well, and yes. it's actually helped to kind of focus on something quite repetitive in nature. And that's, that's all I can really say, really. Now that's, I'm being sent know. pictures of, um, of glowing fidget spinners. Yeah, um, I have seen those. I mean, personally, as an autistic person, I don't like bright lights. Oh. So I know people have avoided, uh, you know, buying one of those that, that glow and light up and stuff because they think I might find it uncomfortable. Yes. Um, and now, and there's also some that look like the bat symbol. Yeah, well, as with any craze, yes. you start having lots of these yeah. things come through, don't you? Yeah, I, I, I'm i a traditionalist, Jamie. I want my three 
pronged fidget spinner and I want to balance it on my thumb and sometimes if I'm feeling flash I'll balance it on my forehead. Have you balanced two on top of each other and spun them in different directions? No mate, I've not done that. I've balanced nope. three on top of each other in Wagamama's yesterday. One going clockwise, the one in the middle going widdershins, and the one on the top going clockwise again. It was like sex. Well, you're a legend. Thank you very much indeed, Jamie, and so are you, sir. We had in Wagamama's three fidget spinners clockwise, widdershins clockwise. It was honestly, I have never felt so sad. Please someone tell me there is a video on YouTube of someone with a hundred of these uh, FSs on top of each other, all going to op- the opposite to the direction the one beneath is going. Please, please. Like we used to get domino topples in the 1970s. And is there anything, I mean, I, I wonder if this has the same effect with autistic people. In the 70s, there were always people breaking the world record for the um, number of dominoes involved in a domino topple. And I used to play domino topples I believe there was even, wasn't there a game they brought out where it was, um, uh, you, you, a domino topple game, but they weren't really proper dominoes. You just get these little plastic strips and they had 10 sort of dominoes that were attached. So instead of setting them up one at a time, domino rally, that was it. Instead of setting them up one at a time, you just kind of flip them over and do it. Cheating, cheating. But th- is there anything? more exciting and kids don't get this these days with with, with now that record breakers is no more is there anything more exciting than um seeing footage of a large sports arena in japan where several sad cases have set up a quarter of a million dominoes all going off in different directions making the yin and the yang sign and and, and mighty morphin power doing all of that it really is i tell you what we're going to do when we come back from the break i'm going to find footage of dominoes being toppled and i'll play it you won't get the visuals obviously but you'll get the audios and i think in many ways that's even more satisfying late night conversation worth losing sleep over ian lee on air and off the leash on talk radio we have ways of making you talk if you're following with this is really gonna we're going all in get rid of the music uh, if you're following me on Twitter, I've just tweeted a link to a domino topple that we're going to watch. 543,210 dominoes. We're going to watch it. It's quite long. We're going to play the whole thing. I will describe bits as they come up. Uh, this is really kind of... The, the people that hate this show really going to hate the next 10 minutes, 7 seconds. Now... Uh, <laughs> But I've tweeted it, so you can watch it when I... Don't don't hit go yet, okay? Don't hit go. You ready? Steady. Three Guinness World Records are broken in this, guys. Go. Hit and play. Here we go. 543,210 dominoes. Three Guinness World Records. It's had over 12 million views. We're seeing some wonderful dominoes... Domino Land reaching the limit. There's Hawaii with 43,366 dominoes. There's a supermarket with over 53,000 dominoes. There's a temple with over 57,000 dominoes. Antarctica, 88,000. The Scream is reproduced with 17,000. A portrait of Steve Jobs with over 160,000. Here we go. It's in Germany. Here we go. 
There they go. Dominoes have started. The crowd going wild. Are you watching this? You got this? Very straight line of dominoes to start with. Really willing it on. If it stops here, we're all screwed. But no, the dominoes are toppling. Wonderful. Down some steps. Oh. It didn't work. It didn't work. He had to start it again. That's cheating. Here we go. If he starts it again, we're calling him out. Here we go. That's um, a website going down there. More dominoes. Some advertising. Very satisfying to see them change from a grey to a white. Lots of advertising. Hang on, what? Why are we sitting? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I think we're being sold a pup here because we're seeing that footage again. What the hell is this? Here we go. The dominoes continue. The dominoes continue. Some going over. Oh, the t shirts unfurling. They're not technically dominoes. They're not actually dominoes, so that's that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. There's an inflatable monkey again, not not technically a domino. Here we go. Here we go. There's a smiley face. Great to see 80s rave culture being reimagined. Auf dem Deutsch. Auf dem Domino. Very satisfying. It's like. like it's like having a good wipe after a pool. It is. It's that satisfaction. That's the most dominoes toppled underwater we've just seen there, guys. Again, a little bit of uh, camera trickery here from the Germans. Not quite sure what's going on, but those dominoes were actually underwater. Here we go. Here comes the fruit. A lot of these dominoes are failing to connect here. Very disappointing video. There's a supermarket trolley. That was fun. Enjoyed that. The shopping list. Here we go. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. The shopping list. It looks like some of the the some of it hasn't been. Some of it hasn't been activated. No, it's setting up cornflakes as though they were dominoes. This is fun. This is fun. Let's see if it works, guys. Let's see what happens. Got to say, significant number of the dominoes haven't taken. But the cornflakes packets have gone. Absolutely blinding. Superb! Superb! There's a picture of a bag of groceries. That's gone. Easy. Textbook. Dominoes there. More advertising. Not so impressed by the advertising. That seems a little bit... That seems a little bit mercenary to um, tarnish the good name of Domino's by advertising some crappy German businesses. 
Got to say, the cornflakes boxes, that was a real nice touch. Classy. Classy. Not technically dominoes, but similar in design. We're moving on to the next, the next one here, with Star Wars theme. It's a Star Wars theme. This is going to be great fun. There we go. Looks like a Star Wars planet. Kind of thing they'd have in the movie there. There's some pyramids. The pyramids are going. That's amazing. That has got to be the best thing I've seen, although one of the pyramids didn't go. What the hell is this? What the hell is this? This, if it works, is going to be in... It's a whole tower is toppling. Very, very satisfying. Very satisfying. Vaguely erotic. Certainly something is stirring within. Wonderful stuff there. Again, the top layer, is it going to go? Yes, it is. We thought that maybe it wasn't going to work, but it's working. It's working in style. Beautifully done. In a way that, that only the Germans could pull off. Those two pyramids collapsing was wonderful. The third one didn't come down. But you, in the world of Domino Toppling, you, you have to expect... The crowd loving that one. A green monster. Brilliant. Really enjoying that. Maybe it means more in Germany than it does here. Don't worry, guys. Only another four minutes to go. Four minutes to go. Now we're going to Antarctica. Some great penguin characters. And the crowd loving the penguins. One with a scarf, one with a hat, one with, uh, with earmuffs on there. More pyramids. Will we have more success with the pyramids here? It's marvellous. It looks like they're being eaten by invisible termites. They're not, of course... It's actually Domino's toppling. The world record there for the highest two-dimensional pyramid made of Domino's. This is beautiful. This is um, a snowflake. Oh! Set off by a ball. Set off by a ball dropping on the Domino's. Look at those pyramids collapsing. Almost like they've, um, almost like there's some form of attack taking place. Here's Edward Munch's The Scream. Ruined. I'd be screaming if that was the real scream being destroyed like that. Of course it's not. It's just dominoes and it's gone within a second. Was probably taken days to have built. Was gone within a second. What's this? This is the more traditional domino topple there two parallel paths like tron light cycles but what's this oh they've set up a car beautiful a lot of fun a lot of fun we've yet to demolish steve jobs that's coming some glass involved there it's cheating a bit not really impressed by that what's this oh my god look look at that Oh, has it happened? Yes, it's happened! I don't know how to describe that. I, 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 I do not have the language to describe that. 
really nice to hear the Germans so enthusiastic, isn't it, about something that isn't an invasion, isn't it, though? Here we go. Here we go. Ah, it was a chimney. It was Father Christmas falling down a chimney. Should have made that a bit clearer. That was a bit, bit confusing. Light, there's some balls lighting up here. Here comes Steve Jobs. Here comes Steve Jobs. Here comes Steve Jobs. Little problem with the electricals there. An early iPhone. Jobs is being illuminated by dominoes. Setting off lights. They're not all working. They should have put that in the description of the video and I would have chosen another video, but never mind. Um, Steve Jobs is about to be destroyed domino styly. Here we go. Have that, Jobs, you bastard. Have that. Fantastic. A man known for getting his own way. A bully. A bully in the workplace. But a genius. A bully and a genius. Absolutely fantastic. And that ends our coverage of the dominoes being toppled in Germany. And I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And, and, and that is, that little 10-minute section there is tomorrow's podcast. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 4499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. Although I'm, I'm kind of guessing that no one's listening anymore. <laughs> kind of, uh, I'm kind of guessing that no one <laughs> is listening anymore. Um, what have I written down here? What have I written down? Oh, God. Um, well, yeah, let's do this. Um, there's a weird thing in the Express today. Is the Express still run by a pornographer or did he sell it? I can't remember. Oh, it's weird, right? It's weird. Cute as a doll, Cindy's model daughter. And there's a picture of Cindy Crawford with her daughter. Then there's a picture, a bigger picture of her daughter. Um, beautiful face, got a very, very short skirt on, and we get to see her delicious, lovely long legs, and she's 15 years old! Jeez! She's 15! Why have they... Well, I don't want to pick her up on her parenting. I don't know what 15-year-old... It's been a long time since I've, I've hung out with 15-year-old schoolgirls, not since I was 15 myself. Even then, I wasn't really hanging out with them. So I don't know what 15-year-old girls wear anymore. I don't know if this is would be deemed appropriate. Have you seen the picture? I don't know if it's appropriate. Um, I don't know if, I, if it's considered too grown-up. It's, it's about right, is it? Is it about right? But they have, they have put the picture to make you go... Little legs on that. Fifteen! It just feels... It feels inappropriate. It feels... That's what they've done it for. They put it there for titillation. Um, and it, is, it feels... Well, it is wrong. It feels wrong. It is wrong. It is wrong to use a picture of a 15-year-old girl, a child, for, 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 uh, for titillation. It's on page three, which is a different thing in the Express, but it still has connotations. I mean, she's, she's clothed, but she's wearing a very short dress. And it is, the picture is all about her legs. Um, and it's because she's got a job as a, as a model, is it? She has the good looks to match her mother's. That feels that feels uncomfortable. 
as well. And now the daughter model, the daughter model, the daughter model, the daughter of supermodel Cindy Crawford has launched her fragrance advertising campaign at the age of 15. It's not right, is it? It's not right. It's not right. Kea Gerber, whose father is businessman Randy Gerber, 55, looked pretty as a picture. <laughs> She's 15, guys. As she promote, and you know that, that 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 Mark Reynolds, who has written this, is um, is biting his tongue. See, this is as far as he can push it. Um, as she promoted Daisy Mark Jacobs in Los Angeles, fashion industry insiders predicted the teenager could one day earn as many millions as fifty-one-year-old Cindy. She already has it all. One said, "She has charisma, good looks, and energy, and most importantly, she has the backing of her mother." The high school junior was unveiled two months ago as a brand ambassador for the perfume alongside fellow teenage models Dilia Martins and Sophia Mechetna. And now Kaya, who boasts 1.4 million social media followers, has been given control of the official Instagram photo site for the story of Mark Jacob. The younger, the youngster, wore a Marc Jacobs long-sleeve lace mini-dress and metallic heels at the fragrance launch at which her older brother, Presley, 17, joined her. Describing what a 15-year-old is wearing, and I know she's a model, and I know it's the perfume. It, it just... Um, that picture is, is a, is a sexualised picture. You know, it's not, That's not me doing an interpretation of it. That is a sexualised picture. Um, and she looks older than 15, OK? She looks... Actually saying that she's got a kid's face, she's got a kid's face and and kids' legs, but they're just very long legs. So, um, sixteen, seventeen at a push, but she's fifteen and she's in a sexualized picture, and um, it, it just feels. Am I being an old fart here, guys? Am I am I just being a a, a, a silly old man? It just feels um really inappropriate. 15, I mean, I mean, 16, 17 feels inappropriate to me, but 15, and she's, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just a, 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 a silly old man, but it, it, it's not right to me. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And here's, here's where I prove I am a silly old man, because it's the 75th anniversary of the famous five, which my boys are getting very excited about. For Christmas, I bought my eldest um, the Secret Seven box set of the Secret Seven, so all the Secret Sevens, are, and he's he is lapping it up. He's he's it's kind of a, a stage that he can sort of read it himself. There are words in it he doesn't understand, but he can sort of read it himself. But he's also enjoying him and his brother enjoying us reading them. And we bought I bought another Secret Seven book uh, yesterday. Um, where it's like how to be a member of the Secret Seven and it's like tips on how to interrogate people and take fingerprints and do all of that kind of stuff. So he loves all of that. And he's very excited because I've said, look, well, when we finish the Secret Seven, we'll get the fa- we'll, we'll get the next one. We'll get the Famous Five. Uh, and they are thrilled. And they're going, so the, right, the Famous Five, are they famous? I said, well, I think that's just the name of their gang. And they're like the Secret Seven, but they're, they're kind of a bit older. And I think their adventures are perhaps a little... I don't really remember the Famous Five. I remember the Secret Seven a lot because I used to read it. But I don't really remember the Famous Five. I mean, there's, there's a dog. Now, is it the dog that's called George? Or is that the, to- that's the tomboy, isn't it, that's called George? Uh, Timmy is the dog. There we go. 
Um, the famous fiver are 75. Enid Blyton's plucky children with a love of ginger beer and buns are still going strong. I tell you why, because they're bloody good stories. The Secret Seven, some of the language is a bit old-fashioned, right? Okay, some of it. Um, but they are such good books to the point where my five-year-old and my seven-year-old are scared. It's, but scared in that way... Um, the, they're, they're excited. It's like but my eldest goes, I'm, I'm really scared. We'll read it to them in bed. I'm really scared. Do you want me to stop? Oh, no, 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 no. Carry on. Leave the light on. But carry on. They love it. No more attempts at political correctness. Um, oh, so there are new editions. F- okay. This year's new editions of the famous five novels. Celebrate the story's milestone. The books themselves, however, remain as Ina Blyton writ them, wrote them. Ina Blyton said she was not interested in the opinion of any critic over the age of 12. Uh, she ignored criticism of her style as well as two libraries' decision to ban her books. Um, recent attempts to update her writing were inspired by adults rather than children. Words such as queer and tinker were banished. Jersey was replaced with jumper and bathing by swimming. And mother and father became mum and dad. No, that's not right. That's not good. I know, and we all know there's no more Fanny. But that's, um... Ah, here we go. Not any longer. This year's famous five reissues offer 21st century children the same excitement their grandparents relished with no interference by the politically correct brigade. Good. That's what we want from our books. That's what we want. I haven't read... Because I've been ill. I've not been able to read to the kids for about three weeks. Three weeks, imagine that. I'll, I'll, we'll have a, I'll tell you what we can do. We'll have, a se- we'll have a reading session at the weekend. And I was, because me, me and Kath were talking about how, um, uh, it, it, when we were growing up in the 70s and the 80s, and we didn't have, you know, DVDs and, and, and videos were, were, were thinner on the ground, that on a Sunday afternoon, you would sit with your mum and dad, or maybe your grandparents, and you would watch the big film that was on at two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon. And it was always something from the 50s. So it was about 30 years old. It would be mid-80s. It was something that was... And so I think this Sunday, if I can if I can be bothered, I'm going to put on like an old film, like something like... And I've, I've been listening a lot to people talking about, in various different contexts, um, West Side Story. So, but something like West Side, something old and big... And I'm going to say to the boys, boys, half, well, half a sixpence, of course, my boys already can sing Flashbang Wallet, What a Picture. They love that Flashbang Wallet. I knew I was bringing my kids up right when, when this was about 18 months ago, they would say, Dad, can we watch the Flashbang Wallet thing again? They loved it. Flashbang Wallet, What a Picture. What a photograph. Oh, they, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll have half a sixpence on Sunday. Maybe that's what we'll do. Um, Last 20 minutes of the show, dear listener, none of you are listening. You probably all switched off after the uh, the dominoes. I can't blame you. 0344 499 Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 is the, um, uh, you, you know what it is. I don't need to, uh, Listen to this, sad, sad cases. The final call for Vodafone's 1,000 pages. 
it was the status symbol clipped to every eager yuppie's belt. No, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think I, I remember, um, remember buying my girlfriend a pager. 50 quid. It was great. Um, before, before we, definitely before we had mobiles. Think. Think. No. I had a mobile then. I think I had a mobile. Why did I buy her a pager? I've got no idea. Anyway. Whatever. Because I was living in Muswell Hill. Because I remember pulling into... Because Steve lived in the flats opposite. And I remember going... Oh, she's bought, but, uh, um, but now pagers could fall completely out of use. Oh, you mean they're not? Well, doctors still use them, don't they? After the last major provider decided to axe its service... Seen as essential for city workers, 61 million were in use worldwide by 1994. The device, which receives short text messages, shut the front door, was first used by doctors in the 1950s. I want to see a 1950s pager. Um, But the advent of mobile phones marked the beginning of the end for pagers, now only used... (laughs) <laughs> what? Okay, it lists the two groups of people that still use pages. Right? One of them, emergency workers. Okay. Can someone explain the other group? Bird watchers. Now we use only by a dwindling band of bird watchers and emergency workers. What do they page them? To say they found a, del- a nice bird, but but if they're doing it to be quiet, that'd be pointless because you've still got to phone up. Go, I send a message to oh, three four four six two two six. Yeah, I found a nice bird. Bird watchers hit with declining use and an aging network. It, it, by the way, I know no one's listening to that Domino's nonsense, but if anybody still has and still uses a pager, the last fifteen minutes of the show are yours. They are you, because I cannot believe that there is anybody uh, that uses them. And also, if you can explain why a bird watcher, why bird watchers would use pages, what what the hell has that got to do with anything? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hit with declining use and an aging network. Vodafone wanted to sell its pager business to Capita's Page One, its only rival. But they said, nah, we're all right, thanks. Nah, it's pages, isn't it? You want to sell us the pages? We'll give you a fiver for it. But even though Vodafone has just 1,000 pager customers, the Competition and Markets Authority watchdog refused to approve the sale, fearing that they would face higher prices... (laughs) So the firm has decided to shut the business down. Vodafone said, "I mean, they're a nice bit of bit of kit. The pages, I like. They're, they're satisfying, aren't they? That they buzz. I can't do that. Vodafone said it was disappointed by the CMA's ruling, adding, "This seems a surprising decision, considering that this market has been contracting for some time, and no other country in Europe has more than one wide area paging network." Well. Guys, why would I, I was trying to get my head around why bird watchers would be one of the remaining thousand people that use um, pages? I cannot. What makes them so special? What, what, what makes bird watchers 
so special. I can't. Speaking of bird watching, what the hell is that about? I can understand train spotting more than I can understand bird watching. Train spotting, you know, looking at wonderful machinery and it's kind of a, 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 a shared experience and it's a day out and you have a, you can have a nice packed lunch. Bird watching, though, you, you're in the woods or in one of those little um, pervert shelters. What do they call it? A hide. A hide, don't they? It's, it's, for, it's for perverts. I'm sure there's something. Very, very suspicious going on in the hides. What, what are you hiding, bird watchers? What is it you're hiding? Your strange perversion. Your strange sexual kinks. That's what you're hiding. This is weird. There's, um, you often hear of couples um, whose love is frowned upon for maybe religious reasons, social reasons, gender reasons, for whatever reason. Couple, young couple falls in love and society, their families, whatever, disapproves strongly of it. And so they elope or they run away or they, they go off to build themselves a new life. Here's the thing. It never works. It won't, if you're running away, it never work. But here's a, a, a couple that um, fell in love and they ran away and the hunt is on to find them. Volunteers hunting for an orphaned lamb and a sheepdog who became best friends were given hope last night. The headline is hoofprint found in hunt for eloped lamb and sheepdog. They've used the word eloped. Imagine that dog trying to have sex with that lamb. A, it's underage, so that's messed up. B, it's interspecies. Where's a dog's willy going to go in a lamb? It's disgusting on every level. Imagine its offspring. This is disgusting. They should find this pair and shoot them. Come by, come by. That's it. You call, you call them out. Like, come by, come by. Oh, they found me. Brilliant. All right, friend. Come by. And the shot ricochets around the countryside. And the farmer goes, I'll teach dirty bugger. I'll teach the dirty bugger. Now I'm off to sleep with my sister. The unlikely, I'm joking, guys. I'm joking, guys. It's just, it's just a little bit of fun. The unlikely pair vanished from the garden of their home near Sherwood Forest in Nottinghamshire on Monday. Yesterday, a fresh hoof print was spotted close to where they were last seen, and several scent trails, including one leading to a lake, were also found. Here's what's probably happened. They've become friends. They've gone off, and the dog has ripped the lamb to shreds. That's probably what has happened. Natural instinct has overridden um, emotion and he's ripped it to shreds. Experts said it indicated that Blake, that's the dog, and Bella, that's the lamb, had found water to keep themselves hydrated in the warm sunshine. Oh, there's eight minutes more of this rubbish. Ah! The pair 
have been inseparable since owner Natalie Hayward, 22, adopted five-week-old Bella, who was rejected by her mother. Their disappearance made national headlines, and dozens of people have joined the hunt for them, including two pet detectives using sniffer dogs. Well, how, hang on a minute. How long ago did they go missing? Details of the missing pets have been shared thousands of times on social media. The discovery of a lamb's hoof print a mile from Miss Hayward's home raised hopes both Bella and one-year-old Blake are alive and sheltering among the trees. The hope is they are still together and keeping each other safe, she said. She has been overwhelmed by the public response. I didn't realise so many people have been coming out searching. My phone hasn't stopped. We've no idea how Blake and Bella got out, but the postman found them wandering and tried to round them up. But they ended up going into a nearby forest. The postman, huh? The postman. Huh? You reckon? You reckon the postman's got something to do with it? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, oh God, someone phone up. I can't be bothered to read this crap out of the papers for the last five minutes. I can't. The, the, story, the, the stories I've got left, right? Please, just someone phone up and just talk to me. The stories I've got for the last five minutes are rubbish, right? I mean, absolute rubbish. I'll tell you what we've got. Um, there are three. Um, there's a thing about how we're addicted to Facebook. Boring. There's a thing about how smiling makes you look older. Boring. And there's kind of a made-up story about how you you can get an attack that you'll soon be able to get an attachment for your mobile phone that will mean you can make a cup of coffee with your mobile phone. Literally pour coffee out of your phone. But I've not even read the story, and I just wrote it down. And I bet I bet it's rubbish. I bet it's rubbish, right? So I'm going to give you 30 seconds to call in. And if you don't call in 0344 499 in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to read that poxy story about the coffee coming out of the mobile phone. And it's a rubbish story. And I've not even read it. And it's probably made up. Okay. I bet when we read it, it will say, oh, this technology will be available in 10 years time. Something like that. All right. So you've got, you've got 30 seconds from now to phone in. And if you don't phone in, then you get what you deserve, which is that poxy story. All right. So if you don't phone in, you get a rubbish made up story about a phone that you can supposedly pour coffee out of, which I bet you can't. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. I don't want to read that story because that story is rubbish. And luckily I don't need to because Ray's called in. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Good evening, Ray. You've called in. You've saved the nation from me scraping the bottom of the barrel of stories. Not really, because I was going to drink, uh, drink. I was going to talk about urine. Oh, yeah. Go on, then. You drunk it. Just, no, 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 no. I was just looking. When you mentioned the gentleman earlier, I was just looking, looking on the internet, and there's a lady interviewed by the mail yeah. um, in 2014 saying how great it was. Yeah. A uh, 63-year-old lady um, says that she drank it every day. Um, and there's another article relating to her, and she died. <laughs> shouldn't laugh, but then she died following year. She died from what? Well, they were just, they said, just, um, she got, 
it's KBL and died it um, in the mid-60s. So she'd been drinking urine for 20 years, so I'm not sure if that helped. Jeez, that's awful. So yeah. the, the thing is, don't drink wee. <laughs> well, exactly. It is, a waste, it is a waste product. Yeah, well, thank you, uh, Ray. Th- th- thank you very much indeed. I'm going to let you go because I can see that the United States of America is calling. Dave, you are a spokesperson for America, sir. You are in Illinois. What have you got for us? I'm just going to let you know that I'm one of the last few people to have a pager. What? Are you a bird watcher or do you work for the emergency services? Emergency services. I'm on. I'm on call. That's why I'm. That's why I'm still awake and listening to the radio. So what? <laughs> so well, hang on a minute. What, it, it, you're in Illinois. What time is it over there? Seven o'clock? Eight o'clock? At the moment, it's coming up to seven o'clock. Well, that's that's. Six hours behind. That's no time. Um, and what emergency services are you? I'm an anaesthetist. Is that? An, is that an emergency? It is if somebody needs an emergency operation. I suppose so. You've no fair play, Dave. You got me. You, you, you got me with the logic of that. I didn't. I, I'd never thought of anaesthetists. I can't even say anaesthetists uh, being on emergency standby. But I suppose you are. And and what will the message say? Get your ass to A and E. You yeah, need to knock someone out. It just comes up and it basically gives me a telephone number to ring and I phone the number and they tell me where I need to go very quickly. Well, th- well, Dave, con- congratulations on your good work. Um, uh, and uh, can you, can, any idea why bird watchers might need them? The only thing I can think of is that um, they're in far distant, far remote li- lying areas where the telephone signal is not always there. I suppose so, yes. Someone's mentioned on Twitter that they do have um, a, 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 a better signal. Uh, Dave, thank you very much for that, mate. Have a good evening. Yeah, you have you have a good evening. I hope you don't get um, uh, called out. I love how <laughs> on, on Twitter Fatty's having a go because no one's ever done a radio show in America before, have they, guys? So so if anyone goes to America, then they must be ripping off <laughs> some arsehole. <laughs> must be doing that. Uh, the show in New York is looking really really good now we've got some cracking guests i'm going to um do some work over the weekend uh, 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 we've got we've got some guests lined up and i'm going to do some work over the weekend and line up some more guests every show we're going to do in new york okay is um is going to be action packed it's going to be noisy um Oh, I found a, a restaurant that said we can go and do, do the show from there. We can kind of sit up in the corner and as long as we don't get in the way of the customers too much, we can chat to the customers and the staff. So that's brilliant. So we've got three days sorted out. If we end up, here's, here's, here's the thing. If we end up doing one show from our hotel room, I will have failed. I will consider, it will still be a good show, but if I do one show from the hotel room, I will consider that a failure and I will be disappointed. Um, because I want it to be done in, anyone can go and do a, you know, plug in their Mac into, into the Wi-Fi in a hotel and do, what's, what's the point of that? No, it's going to be noisy. It's going to be vigorous. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, that, that people that are, are doing their podcasts are so fascinated by me because they barely cross my consciousness unless someone sends me a rude picture of them, which I find very, very funny, but you know, I can't retweet for obvious reasons. Um, but we are going to be exciting uh, in New York. Frank Highfield tonight at 10. Ta-ta. Election 2017 on Talk Radio.